This is your Commander-in-Chief. Uh, I'm issuing a warning. The following podcast contains adult content and intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Jake Ellenberger. Mm -hmm. And Marina Shafir. What's up? Uh, we have Bubba Jenkins coming. He's running a little dun, late. Dun, dun. Uh, and then we have we have a great show. Um, we have Luke Rockhold on the show. Uh, he's going to be calling in. Nice. The founder of Dude Wipes uh, is, is, is calling in. Is calling in. Yes. <laughs> and and Gary Goodrich. So we got uh, we I love were, Gary Goodrich. we got a pretty packed show. Uh, I had I had a good week. I want to hear about my week first. You we'll look go. radiant. I look radiant. Oh, thank you. you thank you. That uh, pregnant glow. Oh, uh, so, Whoa. I'm kidding. Whoa, you, Jake I, in the building. <laughs> and Jake would know about that since he's I having. I um, staring at a pregnant glow for a while now. So. Are you still, you still having sex with your girlfriend? She's pregnant? Or yeah. No? Really? Yeah. Is that weird? Do you feel like a kick Not on your really. dick sometimes when you're in there? No, huh? No. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. All right, okay, so back. Um, <laughs> How's your week, Adam? Uh, all right, back to my week. Um, you, still, you still fucking your chick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was good. I, you know what? My friend Ramsey passed away. I told you about that. So we had a, a tribute for him. So they hired me to like host it but at, at the improv. But I don't know if it was supposed to be a comedy show. They gave me no direction. Like, this is going to be a comedy oh, so you show. you didn't know like, what kind of... Uh... I didn't know what to do. So I was like, all right. So I wrote out all these things about Ramsey. And Ramsey was like a great comic, but he was the most perverted. He was 500 pounds. I mean, he had all these stories. And it's, he's not the guy. He would, he'd be the guy who, who would appreciate a crazy show about him. Mm -hmm. So uh, his, but his sister goes on first, and she tells this beautiful story about Ramsey. And starts crying a little bit and then like and then brings me on but she's like you know what everyone's time to roast my brother so I opened up with the only time I ever get booked at the improv was following my dead friend's sister you know which got a huge laugh uh, <laughs> and then I go this is the most people that's ever been at, at, a, at a Ramsey Moore tribute at a Ramsey Moore show which got a that got a laugh too yeah. <laughs> and then I was talking about Ramsey how you know I, I was saying how uh, j just how great of a guy he was but I was telling the story about how he actually my roommate and him were best friends and he my roommate was away for a week this is a long time ago and he and his ex-girlfriend was a lesbian and she said that she would have a threesome with him if hmm. he, if they allowed her uh, to, if, he, if he was allowed to put a if, if he allowed these girls to put a um like a vibrator up his butt during the threesome. This is what I'm telling. And he said, sure, no problem. Of course, right? So it like got lost. They couldn't find the vibrator. And he wasn't sure if it was in his room or up his ass somewhere for like two weeks. So we had actually found it. So I told that story, uh, which the whole For place... two weeks he couldn't poop? Well, no, they didn't know where it was. Oh. They wasn't sure if the, the thing was lost up his butt. That's how big his butt was. Um, wow. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so that what got. I told that story at his tribute. But everyone, it was great because then uh, Sam Tripoli went on, who I love, Sam, and talked about how he he's upset because he never got to do cocaine off Ramsey's tits because those were the biggest boobs <laughs> he's ever seen. And then uh, Big J came on. It was great having a bunch of comedians talk about Ramsey. He would have loved it. So that was awesome. Um, then uh, what else? Oh, then I do the show Friday night, and I'm on stage telling jokes, and then some girl goes, "Did that really happen?" And I was like, "What are you, my therapist? Like, why are you asking if that really happened?" She's like, "Well, I'm just straight up," and she was kind of hot, so I'm like, "Well, you're gonna be lying down." Oh. Uh, which <laughs> so then I was like, "What do you do?" She's like, "Well, I work at McDonald's, right?" 
So I'm like, okay, I don't want to make fun of her for. I mean, who cares? It's a job. I'm yeah, not gonna go. She's th- like giving you material. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna take that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna. Yeah, she was like already giving you material. Yeah. But I'm not gonna. Make I know. Fun of I got you. So then she gets so drunk that she throws up. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so while I'm she's throwing up, I'm like da 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 da. So I was that was that was another highlight of the week. Um, I uh, ended up breaking up with the girl that I was dating. Uh, yeah, we dated for a couple of weeks. She was a cool chick. You know, it's just, it's hard. That, that one? The, yeah, the one who was the, uh, the athlete. You know what it is? She just, she's so far removed from the, from the stand-up comedy world that she went and saw my act and got kind of like, she's just like, you know, she came, whatever. She's like, listen, I, I can't deal with, I don't know how I feel about you telling blowjob jokes and this and that, considering I gave you a blowjob. And I'm like, oh, they weren't necessarily about you. They weren't about, I didn't write them the day. And it, I'm just a comic and this is my art. She's like, well, your art's telling blowjob. I'm like, yeah, yes. It's not like anybody would just go up there and talk about getting a blowjob. It's actual and art form. And it was just like that. I was running into those situations. Personal, and then huh? she started listening to the podcast and it's like, oh, you said they were hot girls at your show. And I'm like, listen, this is not gonna like, I'm not saying I need someone to be totally cool with everything. I understand. You need somebody that's not going to take everything personal. Yeah, and realize that like this is a, my art form is being it's so competitive being a comic. It's so competitive. I'm no Nostradamus, but that's a, a look into the future. You have to be you have, there. Yeah, yeah. you have to be so honest as a comic, so honest. <laughs> and 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 if I can't be honest on stage and I have to worry about a person's feeling that I just started dating a week ago mm-hmm. and she's already giving me shit, I'm like, listen, this is I'm probably not the guy for you. Uh, so whatever. And then, and then recently, this is weird, Marina. Uh, so recently I, I took home this girl a couple of weeks ago and, uh, before we were dating this, this girl and I'm, I'm, we're having sex uh-huh. and I turn her over to, I'm like, Hey, turn over. Let's do doggy style. She goes, you haven't even bought me dinner yet. And I was like, what? I was like, I don't want anal. I, I just want, she's like, well, it's close enough. Is, is, is that normal? No. That's weird, right? Yeah. That's strange. That's like an insecurity thing. But she, there's something about haven't her butthole. Bought me. She had a great. I wasn't trying to get up her butthole. I was just I trying. I know, but the view is there. Really? Doggy well, style. Maybe she should have used. Wait, is she like flat? I'll tell you what, though. <laughs> if you had some dude wipes, it would have been the best time to Spit. butt them out. <laughs> Product placement. High five. Speaking saying. of which, okay. Now that it's funny you mentioned. By the way, guys. By the way. So, Fuck, man. dude wipes. Now listen, guys. Uh, speaking of dude wipes, <laughs> they are they are the first they are the first men's branded wipe on the market. So, guys, I'm telling you, women don't want a guy with a stinky ass. They don't. They don't. They do not. They do not. Okay, I, I I've been I've been using these. Sometimes I don't even have to take a shit. I just go to the bathroom, just do a check, get a dude wipe. Quick check. Quick check. Mic check. Ladies, it's time. You know, you know, you got competition now. Okay, trust me. And girls could use them too. I mean, they're gender friendly. Have you ever eaten a butt before, Jake? What? Have you ever eaten a girl's this isn't ass? About me, Adam. Oh, but okay, uh, Marina. Have you ever eaten a guy's butt? Can't say that I have. You got uh, that was there was a pause there. See, listen, Marina likes eating butt, guys. So no, <laughs> that's what that pause meant. <laughs> so exactly what that pause so, meant. Mar- so guys, you never know. You could be out with a girl like Marina, and then she's gonna want to smell your butt. You want to make sure you are prepared. So guys, trust me. And if me. you aren't, she'll probably have some dude wipes on her. So you might want to ask. Yes. So so, so dude wipes. Mm-hmm. They are flushable. They have soothing they aloe. Flushable. They have vitamin E. And uh, <laughs> trust me, uh, like the referee from the. Mar- 
Mark Hunt fight last week, he stunk. He stunk. He needs dude wipes for him because that was, and so did Mark Hunt's oh, yeah. corner. Wait till we talk about that. Uh, so yeah, I'm telling you guys, before dude wipes, my ass smelled so bad. Kim Winslow came into my house, told me to stand up and leave the room. That's how fucking bad my ass was. It was dirtier than Chan's, Chael's urine. Okay, trust me on this one, dude wipes. That's one sponsor. Our next sponsor. Listen, guys, have uh, our girls, has your business been vandalized, okay? Have gang members destroyed your business storefront? Call the professionals at Remove It Restoration. They remove graffiti, restore graffiti, etched windows, and get your business back to at a, for a brand for a fraction of the cost. A fraction, I'm telling you, these guys, it's cheaper than everyone else. Your business and your image is important. Do not leave it to the hands of the amateurs. Call the graffiti and the uh, removal team at Remove It Restoration. The phone number is 1-888-424-9697 or go to removeitrestoration.com. That's 1-888-424-9697 or go to removeitrestoration.com. Listen, guys, trust me on this one. These guys, uh, Eric, who runs this company, he is a great guy. He, he, he came to a couple of my shows, brought a bunch of his teams. These guys were awesome. They also sponsor fighters. Roxanne Matafari. Who doesn't love Roxanne? These guys sponsor her. They're looking to sponsor other fighters. Trust me on this one. Keep it in the family. Nobody wants to have vandalism on their store, their shop, their house. Call them. Get rid of it. Gone. Kaput. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Jake Ellenberger, uh, you had a huge man. week. Man. Uh, okay, so from what I know, uh, you were on Twitter. That big of a week. You're on Twitter getting into a fight with Tyron Woodley. You're picking, you're saying he's ducking you. You're, you're, oh, you're, I didn't get in a fight with him. You're, you're, well, you, you, were, you were calling him out. I just, I just told him the truth is all. Which is what? Yeah. Which is, I was brought... I was brought this fight um, for July 11th against Woodley uh, from Dana White. I got a call from – let me rewind. I get a call from Dana White. I'm not going to sit here and name drop because I think I'm cool, but he calls me because he likes this fight. I agree. Then I get a call back the next day, Then he and Woodley won't accept the fight. So people think I'm going out to, to be a bully and I'm picking on Woodley. It's like, no, I'm not picking on him. I've, I've agreed to this fight, and it wasn't the first time. It's like the third time I've had this fight brought to me. So now I'm like, what? What is this? Like, it, he's picking his fights. So that that was my frustration. So I, I, I you know, I had said a few things, and then uh, they were all true. They were, I was telling the truth. You were saying that he, like, some of your tweets were he ducked all the hitters. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he was supposed to fight Lombard. He was supposed to fight Lawler and me, and all three said no. Uh, so he said he he had ducked the hitters. You're saying you're not a real fighter. Be a man. And then when you got, when you then you got, you were offered Stephen Thompson. You signed Stephen Thompson, then you tweeted to Woodley, hey, you can stop hiding behind the curtains. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he came back and said, uh, made a thing about you and Koscheck. It was a yeah. battle of the, the washed up fighters or something. You know, he said, shh, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He, he, <laughs> he said, shh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he responded the way I thought he would. Right. As he, as he took the bait. But um, I, I'm not saying anything that's not true. So, it, you know, he, he can get all fired up and fire off all these tweets and say, this and that about the guys that I've fought, but it's like I've fought Lawler, I fought the top guys. You, you have not. So don't, don't, cl- you know, saying he's waiting for Johnny Hendricks. Like Johnny Hendricks is fighting for the title. You know what I mean? He, he already took a risk by fighting Matt Brown, and and it wasn't even close. You know what I mean? And so now he's he's fighting again for the title. So 
No, it's my point about, being is he he is choosing who he fights. That's all. So I mean, uh, as far as Woodley goes, you obviously like this matchup. You think he matched up really well with against him. I do everything that he does better. That's, well, there's, there's not a. I, I don't like the matchup. I do everything he does better. Wrestling. That's wrestling, absolutely. Boxing. Yes. Jiu-jitsu. Yes. Name it. Judo. Name it. Taekwondo. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You do everything better than him. Jet Kindo. He, he, he has four kids. Uh, you only have one. He has five kids. So he obviously... Five kids? Really? Yeah. yeah. So wow. he, he, he's got me there. Yeah, he's... he's well, you're better... Yeah, but you're, you're just getting started. You're better at, like, pulling out, I guess. You're better at, you're, you're better at pulling out of chicks. He's better at pulling out of fights. Is sure. That, Are you fair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and all I said, all I said to Dana, listen, all I said to Dana on Twitter, I said, Dana, it must be a long walk to the mound knowing that Woodley's not going to answer the bullpen phone, which is true. It's like... Which is funny because, like, isn't wasn't didn't Dana say something about how Tyrone Woodley was calling him every day? Yes. Or something. Well, so like, okay. It's funny. Wood, this is Woodley's defense, and Woodley's defense is Jake's. He's ranked according to the rankings. Ranking. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Here are yeah. the rankings. He's ranked number four. Jake's number number eleven. Right. So he's like, what do nine. I? Nine. 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 Jake's number nine. Yeah. So he's probably thinking, what do I have to gain by fighting Jake right. Ellenberger? Jake Ellenberger is from a different school, a different era. Okay, he's for, you're from the Pat Militich, the 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 Nebraska. You you know you you know you walk onto your college wrestling team, never actually wrestled before, uh, and you wrestle into a, a, a Division Two <laughs> national champion wrestling team. You're from a fighting era, an era of I'll fight anybody, anywhere, anytime. True Grit era. That's just, I mean, you were fighting before there was money involved, any mm-hmm. money involved. Oh yeah. I mean, you were fighting in barns, and, and you, you know, <laughs> so so you'll fight anybody. Whereas he's looking at it. I don't know Tyron that well, okay, but I, from what it seems like it, he's looking at it as like, okay, because he said, what do I have to gain by fighting Hector Lombard? Sure. Uh, what but do I have to gain by fighting Jake Allenberger? I'm my, ranked higher. My point is I want to expose him and that he picks his fights. He says he doesn't. He said he never was, he was never brought the fight. I have messages in my phone from Dana White I could show you right now that were him expressing his frustration of wanting this fight, but he would not do it. So... It's like, I'm, listen, if he doesn't want to fight, he doesn't want to fight. It's not a big deal. I'm not going to sit here and... But you want to... Yeah, I, I, I'm moving on. But right. if he wants to sit here and co- compare opponents, listen, I've beat Nate Marquardt. I've beat Jake Shields, two guys he got beat by. It's right. like, I'm not going to sit here and compare, you know, do the MMA math, because we all know it doesn't really matter. But if, if he's going to, you know, sit here and... and <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, look, it's a great fight for you. Uh, I, I, way better. I could see great why fight. I could see why he wouldn't want to do it on a on a on a logical point. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to fight you, uh, but you know, you're both coming off wins. You're you're a huge name in the sport. You're arguably a bigger name than Tyron Woodley in the sport. Oh, um, more people probably Not know. I mean, you've 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 co-headlined two two. I mean, honestly, name recognition wise, you're you're a big name. You 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 you've headlined cards. I mean, you versus uh, Diego Sanchez was that was the main event of a card. Mm-hmm. Has he ever headlined a card? I don't know. No, he's never actually headlined a card. So ranking aside, you're a, you're a big name. And if you really are this washed up guy that, that he th- says you are, then why wouldn't he take the fight? <laughs> you know, but he wants Johnny Hendricks. So you can't call him a pussy for calling out Johnny Hendricks. I mean, Johnny Hendricks is, you know, arguably the top mm-hmm. two guys in the world. He's obviously a tough guy. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm obviously, you know, Willie's a friend. You're, you're one of my best friends. So I'm, I'm on Team Ellenberger. <laughs> uh, but... 
What's I happening see. here is what all you're doing is stating facts. Yes. Yes. That's all I'm doing. So they're, they're, you're not, it's not about friends or anything. This is just what's out. Well, I had to write jokes about it. So I said that they yes. got into a Twitter war. Yes. However, they both gassed out after two tweets. <laughs> <laughs> that was my, uh, <laughs> so. Which is funny. Yeah. That's so funny. now you got presented with an, uh, Stephen Thompson, who is a tough fight because he's such a, Stylistically, a tough guy to train for. He mm-hmm. um, he was 120 and 0 as a kickboxer or something. They call him Wonder Boy. He thro- throws really weird kicks and punches. How are you preparing for this guy? What do you think about this fight? Talk to me, Jake. <laughs> I I like the fight. I, I you know I, I was uh, I, I wanted to fight July 11th, and, and that's the uh, that's the guy that gave me it. And I've seen him fight quite a bit. You know, he's a little bit newer to the sport of MMA, but uh, yeah, he knows, he knows how to fight. So uh, it's, it's exciting. It's an exciting challenge. Who are you bringing in to emulate Steve Thompson? Um, not, not, that's, not really, that's not really what I'm working on right now. Really? Yeah, not who I'm bringing in. It's more of just my specific strategy tactic. Okay. Yeah. I'll come in if you want because yeah. I could okay. I could throw some crazy kicks, uh, and uh, all right. Just so don't, just don't hurt your knee, Adam. Uh, yeah, fuck that. I'm, uh, July is when I'm getting surgery. I now August uh, or August. July. Now Marina, by the way. So after the last week's show, me, Jake, and Russell went to visit Marina at the coffee shop, and Marina was on cloud nine. I have never seen a girl. She was so. It was different Marina. Now, the Marina here sometimes is tough and a little angry. and like I was bashful because okay. I was like starstruck, yeah. You, Marina turned bright red <laughs> and Russell was like making these perverted comments like, hey, uh, Mar- okay, Russell's going to sponsor Marina's jiu-jitsu. Uh, her, to be the- I'm going to the FIFA World Trials in North Carolina at the end of May. And Russell's going to sponsor her. Yes. And he goes, she goes, oh, you'll, I'll have my name on your butt. And he's like, I want my name on your ass anyway. And then you laughed. <laughs> yeah, I was you're like, oh, Russell. Ha, ha, ha. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And if I would have... <laughs> If I would have said that, I would have gotten punched or fucking thrown out, or I don't have to be here right now. I okay, fucking, but instead, he he's like, I'll come all over your ass. Oh, really? Ha ha ha! That I was. Will, will you will you please uh, explain why? Why? Because I've been watching his stand up for a while. So, I've I've was introduced to him like. Maybe six, seven years ago. There were little hearts coming out of her head. No, not hearts. It was, he's hysterical. I had to, I have to pause his shows or his stand up on YouTube so I can finish crying so I can pay attention again. Because no. that's how funny he is. Maybe if he would have came to my show, I'd, I'd No, have, it's going to happen. I'd be able to say I can come on your ass too and get a fucking laugh <laughs> instead I'm of getting. I'm laughing right now. <laughs> so, um, no, he was, it was just, I was starstruck. It, I, I wasn't expecting that. And in, in the place of work, it was. Oh, she's unbelievable. Then, then we're like, we're like, hey, how much is the coffee? I'll take it all. Like, she, she was, she, take was it all. she was so. Yeah. I, I never saw Marina. That's great. Uh, he says, no, but he's hilarious. Are, are we stop? Are we just? I'm we're just done. Okay. Yeah. So no, um, I'm not talking He says, "Be there at 15." <laughs> that was. Uh, well, you upgraded. Good for you. Yes. No, it was so cute seeing her. Now, how was your weekend? What did you do? It was good. It was good. I went to uh, Tampa, Florida. Oh, really? What were you doing there? Just on a little vacation. Oh, with who? Nice friend. Hmm. Mm. So was it a male friend? One of them was a male friend. Yes. And there was a girlfriend too. There was other girls there. Hmm. Oh, thanks for sharing. Oh, was, <laughs> all right. It was yeah, a nice but... little vacay. I okay. needed it. And did you train over there? I did. I still trained every single day. Where'd you train? Um, it was more uh, 
I trained at a CrossFit gym, but I didn't do that much CrossFit. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had to watch the ex's dogs this weekend. Oh, no. Yeah, because like... Why? Well, because my, my, you know, when I'm away a lot and I give my dad my dog, but he actually fell walking my dog, so he like hurt his hip. So he had to get to go to the hospital, and which is, you know, Damn. guilt on me. So now I'm like, you know, I have to give my... The ex actually brought the, do- the dog home to begin with. That was, it was her dog, mm. and I ended up Wait, which it. ex? Mm-hmm. Uh, MJ, the, the XX, the three-year X. So, oh. so what ended up happening was she's like, hey, can you watch my dogs for the weekend for the second straight week? So I'm like, all right, you know, bring them over, these two chihuahuas. Actually, one's like a chihuahua beagle. The other one's a chihuahua. So, you know, I just you woke... love little dogs. I don't. I like big dogs. <laughs> I don't. But I, I mean, I, I love, I like big dogs more, but I never was a little dog guy. But then I like woke up, I'd wake up literally with three dogs and t- two cats on me all weekend long, which is just like... It's crazy. But then one dog shit in my fucking office twice. Three times he shit in my office. I was so pissed. But this is your girlfriend's dog? Yeah. My ex-girlfriend. Not my okay. girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend's dog. Yeah, yeah. Like, Did well, you give him the newspaper or what? No. Uh, what, you hit him? No, because the only, the only time I give him newspaper is when you catch him in the act. Otherwise, he would, sh- you know... My favorite story, though, was when my dog shit on Mayhem's thing. Did I tell you that story? Which when, no. Mayhem, I took my dog to Mayhem's place party like a year ago, uh-huh. and my dog bit Mayhem's dog, and Mayhem was like, I'm the fucking guy. I'm the, you know, it starts yelling at my dog, this is my house. Don't, you don't shit on my house, right? You bit hot dog? No, yeah, you bit hot dog. <laughs> so then me, Mayhem, and Kristoff uh, are hanging out. And all of a sudden, we look in the kitchen, and there's a big pile of shit. My dog shit in his kitchen. <laughs> my, my dog Out of like, fear. He was like, fuck you, man. Yell at me all you want. I'm shitting yeah. in your kitchen, dude. Poop emoji. Poop emoji. He was like, UFC star? I, I fought actual pit bulls. Not fucking, not Arlovsky pit bulls. Real fucking, fucking pit bulls. funny. Yeah, no. And my, then, then, then Miles bit his face, actually. Because Mayhem threw fireworks at him. Not like actual fireworks. Like, little, little, yeah, Mayhem was throwing what candy. He was throwing candy around the place and hit my dog in, in the face. I'm like, I got up there and I'm like, I'm leaving, dude. You hit my dog. He's like, I'm sorry. And he goes to my dog, I'm sorry. And then my dog, Arr! and beats him three times in the face. So my dog has Good. a win over, over a uh, UFC fighter. That's pretty cool. TKO. Yeah. <laughs> TKO. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Exactly. Mike Tyson style. Yes, yes, yes. So, so we got uh, now. Did everyone watch the fights over the weekend? Mm-hmm. I saw the Metamorphos. You saw that really? We couldn't. We couldn't. We couldn't, I, we couldn't get the fights. There was nowhere that was playing them at, at all. It's on Fight Pass. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Nobody was like, the, all the bars. It was weird. Well, because you have to order it on the line. Well, couldn't do it. Oh, okay. Well, the fights were on Fight Pass, which is this ten dollars subscription per month yes. uh, by the UFC that you could watch, and the Invicta fights are on that also. It's actually really good. The entire library is on it. Anyway, uh, it was a, there was some crazy fights this week. Uh, Mark Hunt fight against Stipe Miocic. Wow. is a star. I oh, mean, he, that one on Twitter. He might be the next. I don't know if he could beat Cain Velasquez, but he's definitely the best. They said he's the best athlete in the heavyweight division, and I, Super I believe athletic. it. I mean, Super isn't athletic. doesn't where does Steve A train like Ohio, Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland Ohio, Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. College baseball player, yeah. all Ameri- a college Didn't wrestler. He too? Yeah. Uh, isn't he a firefighter? Firefighter. He's a uh, American hero. He's also like a um, he's a EMT and a nice guy. He's yeah. always fucking with yeah. me on on Twitter, but he's a nice guy. Like I'll be like, hey guys, I have to go watch the, uh, do my shows. Can't watch any more fights. He's like, he'll write, thank God. <laughs> like he's always <laughs> fucking with me on Twitter, but I fuck with him back. But he um. He fought a like that fight should have been stopped in the third round. There was one time where he had Mark Hunt against the cage. Mm-hmm. He must have landed fifty 
unanswered blows was looking at the ref. <clears throat> like, ref, stop this fight. Save this man. And the ref just kept, and it's not like some little, you know, not that Uncle Creepy doesn't hit hard, okay, but it's not a 125 pounder hitting you. It's a 250 pound yeah. monster hitting you. And, uh, and he's not it stopping. It seemed like it, it was that for a couple rounds. Just get was getting was just getting hit like a punching bag for like three yeah. rounds. It was brutal. I couldn't believe the ref didn't stop it. The ref and the corner. Mm. I mean, it was just ridiculous, and it, it was such a bad. It's so bad for MMA because first of all, I mean, brain damage. A guy like Mark Hunt, who was it was a K one guy. Yeah. He's got been in. So, I mean, the, him and him and Ray Seffo, him and Roy Nelson, Mark Hunt and Bigfoot. I mean, Mark Hunt's been in so They're Mark doomed. Hunt. For Doom, oh, yeah. Mark Hunt, and JDS. I mean, he's getting punched in the face. By the hardest hitters in the world. <laughs> yeah, and he's 10 and 10. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he, obviously, he's not a 10 and 10 fighter. He's not a 500 fighter. But what are you doing? Who's Why is that guy refing fights? That that guy should take one punch from Stipe and, and, and see if he'll stop the fight. Because he would after one punch. When, when, and when you start counting to like 30 to, you know, 30 to 40 unanswered, and you're like, okay, why... This ref's not doing his job, and then it starts coming a safety issue. You yeah, know what I mean? it was it was awful. By the way, how do you feel Terrible. about the, the about the uh, Reebok deal? I know a lot of fighters, most fighters seem to be angry about it. Uh, Matt Matrioni tweeted about it. Uh, Tim Kennedy said, "Hey Scott Coker, I'm available. Let's let's talk." Uh, mm-hmm. Other fighters are hitting Twitter, whereas other guys like Joe Lozon, who's had like 30 fights, he seems to be pretty happy about it. Um, <laughs> 30 fights. <laughs> well, yeah, he's at the top tier. Of yeah, yeah. Of course he is. Uh, Storm and Norman Park said, guys, we're fighters. We get paid to fight. Shut, quit bitching. Yeah. Seems like a lot of other... How do you feel about it? Well, you know, I can kind of see both sides. Like, if, if I'm a lower... If, if I'm a, a beginner, like a, one of the like, beginner guys in the UFC, I would be not very happy. You know what I mean? It's not a very good deal, but it's like the... From the, the, the business side of me, I understand it. It's like from a company from a from a perspective from Reebok it, it makes sense but um if I'm talking about just myself you know it's it's a little different I mean I'm I'm gonna be this is my 15th fight in July so I'll be in the the third tier but you know it's it's tough it's like at the end of the day that they're, they're trying to make this sport more of a you know more more mainstream more of a I guess an NFL kind of Something like that, but it's in theory it sounds great, but it's it's gonna it's take just, a, it's gonna it, take a long time. It seems like it's everybody. I saw a whole bunch of tweets. Like Sarah Kaufman oh. tweeted, like, "Oh shit, I've only fought like six times or something," and everybody's in a rush to fight and they want to go up the tier, right? But yeah. they're not getting booked. Like, how are you supposed to build yourself and go up and earn more money with Reebok when you're asking for fights and there's no you're not getting a fight because it's just the way that it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, as far as female, I, th- I think it's also hard for the female because there's only two divisions. Yeah, and like That's, they only have, what, maybe two fights on a card? It's almost like they should make a, like a five pound, like a 130, a 140, or I don't, I don't know. It's harder for the female fighters. Um, I mean, I, I mean I, like I said, when, when, I, when I said I could see both sure? sides, it's yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, Thanks. When I said I could see both sides, it's kind of like, you know... I, I always try to put myself in other people's shoes. Like, let's say you're Reebok, and it's like, okay, you're coming into this thing. It's like, well, how do you make it as many shows as the UFC is doing a year, and is is as often as as often as they're doing? It's like, how do you make it like a, 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 an amount a, an amount of money where you know it's going to be comparable? Although individually, it's like, yeah, everyone can go to their own local businesses, get sponsors, and make. You but know, why, 10, yeah, why can't why own. can't that happen? As far as like half the uniform is Reebok. And the other half, you could have, yeah. like, Bob's Big Boy or whatever you yeah, are, bail that, bonds. I mean, or 
why can't that it doesn't it wouldn't look good it just it's, it's i don't know really i get what you're saying but yeah it would it would just you're kind of you gotta think about reebok the, as as a brand if if i was reebok i'd be like i want to be the uniform dealer but no other sponsors at all like just yeah no i mean it sucks for like a guy like luke barnott who was telling us two fights ago he had a sponsor give him thirty thousand dollars for a fight yeah i've I've had oh i've had over 30 you know for a fight before absolutely and then and that's it that's that's a huge number you know so then so then what are you gonna uh so then what are you gonna do you know Mm mm-hmm uh, I don't know. Image. I, I, they're trying to protect that image. I feel thing. bad for. I feel bad for the fight. Yeah, sorry, Maria. No, sorry. no, no. They're just Reebok. Reebok has a certain image they want to portray in the UFC, and in order for the UFC to get that kind of money from them, you know, they have to abide by that. And like that's where, I guess, this is all the fine line stuff that Reebok needs for their brand. What I think Reebok should do is match the deal. Mm. So whose deal? Like whatever the sponsor would have given you, they'll give you. Like so, say you go out. I mean, then people can be kind of shady about it, but it has to be oh, like yeah. in writing. You have to have a lawyer do it. But let's say you go out, you get, you can get twenty five thousand dollars from bail bonds from Chico's bail mm-hmm. bonds, right? Mm-hmm. And and but you've only fought four times. But you're that good of a fighter, I mean, okay? You have that much promise. Three bucks should have to say, okay, we will give you the, what what you could have got from Chico's bail bonds. In theory, it sounds good. I think you know if. That's part of the UFC's deal. It's like if you want to fight in the UFC, you're going to wear Reebok. So it's like if I was the UFC, I would say, okay, well, you know, see you later. Go to go to Bellator. Go somewhere else. That's you know, it's just it's kind of like the UFC and Reebok. They're they're co-branded now. So yeah. It's like it's one of those things. I mean, I, I get it. I see both sides. But you know, it, it's, it's like you got guys blowing up. You know, people saying they made sixty, hundred, six figures in the fight. It's like, come on, no, you didn't. But that's but what Shab said. He said he made, per said, fight. He said though? his last six fights, well, he made six figures or I, something. I don't know about that, but <laughs> look at like I mean, look at Monster too. Like, what do you think about? Do you think that was the right move for the UFC to partner with with Monster? I don't, see. I don't know. I have to look at all the numbers. I'm not an accountant. You know, I would have to look at exactly how much everyone's getting paid, and then exactly how much they're losing, how much how much they're making, and then that the you know, and unless I have all those numbers, it's just speculation. And then I really don't. Want to, and then someone who actually knows the numbers says this guy has no idea what he's talking about, which is what I think a lot of a lot of people have. Um, oh, Evans, like, uh, uh, okay, cool. Uh, wait, okay, good. We are directing me. Oh, great. Okay, uh, Bubba Jenkins what? is here. Sorry, I'm, Bubba okay. Jenkins is downstairs. Evan, the producer, just went to go get him, and now I think they missed each other. Um, so. Misconnections. Yeah, he's at misconnections. <laughs> like, like I saw you in the lobby of the Fox <laughs> Studios. You uh, made eye contact and then walked the other way. So, <laughs> other fights. Uh, Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker looked amazing against Brad Tavares. Uh, yeah, yeah. I heard that was a very exciting fight. It was. It wasn't that. Ex- it was starting if you're if you're Robert Whitaker. Um, Bubba Jenkins just showed in up. What's up? How are you? This is Marina Shafir. Hi. What's up? And uh, Jake. Marina. And Jake Ellenberger. Uh, sit down. Yes. Uh, how are you, Bubba Jenkins? I, it is an honor to have you, man. Thanks, man. I'm glad to be here. Let's so, just say I was here and I couldn't find your room. How about that? Okay, that's. <laughs> it's hard to find. No worries. There's Make sure you talk into the mic. Uh, so I've been a fan of yours since the NCAA finals uh, when you were uh, you, you left Penn State, joined ASU, and then pinned a guy from Penn State against your former team. <laughs> In the NCAA finals, that was that was pretty amazing. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. You know, just trying to, you know, be the 
rebel that I am and, <laughs> and come back to where they kicked me out of, tell you can't be here, and then come back and own this place kind of thing. Well, that's what happened. <laughs> uh, and now, now since then you've uh, you become you've gotten into MMA. You're you're now ten and two. Uh, now where are you training? Um, Southern California now? Yeah, I'm um, in Lakewood uh, with uh, Antonio McKee at Body Shop. Um, a couple other people over there, you know, Manuel Newton, Brett Cooper, and Congo shows up every now and then. Now, um, Jake, why don't you go over there? I can wreck some shop. Go over to the, 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 this gym. <laughs> Just go to a gym and yeah, go can. Good <laughs> Just idea. Just step in there and no, be like, I, I, do you know who I am? Yeah. No, no, I'm not. That's not me. I, I, I do know Brett and, and, uh, and uh, <clears throat> Emmanuel Newton real well. I used to train with both those guys. So. Great guys, though. Yeah, Great absolutely. Guys. They're real good teammates, real cool guys. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd go fishing with them. I haven't, but... I'd go fishing with him. Right. That's what I say about people who I, I like. I'd go fishing with the guy. Nice. Marino goes <laughs> fishing a lot, but with like chicks. Because she's, she's she used to be a lesbian. Anyway. No, so. no. I was never a lesbian. Let's just make that let's make that very clear. He wants me to have been a lesbian for himself. Fantasies. Fantasies. <laughs> very, this, is, this is very true. Awesome. Uh, now, um, now, now, now you, you're coming off a loss of Georgie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got now that was that was scary. That was actually a scary. A lot of people have told me that. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I've take I take naps all the time, and I could <laughs> have I could have easily tapped, and and you know, but yeah, I'm one of those warrior guys, kind of. I mean, if you got a limb or a ligament or a joint or something like that, then obviously I'm going to tap. But you know, choke ain't nothing but a you know slap them on the face, get them back up, and you know that happens all the time. But I guess it was scary because um, I was out for a while. I, yeah. I don't know, but I've seen people go to sleep in gyms and in mm-hmm. many different places. So been there, yeah. You know, so. you, wait, you went to sleep in a gym before? I've, I've been. You've been yeah, really yeah. been choked, choked out? Yeah. Sometimes How many times? Just, I was choked, I've been choked out before I even started training. I've been choked out a couple yeah. times. Just yep. friends, you know. Yep. Yeah, yeah. you're that wrestler that comes in. Uh, and you're learning MMA. You can go to sleep a couple yeah. times. Yeah. You can go to sleep a couple times. Yeah. Mine's happened to be on TV and and you know kind of a main event deal, but. Yeah, you're gonna go to sleep a couple of times, especially shooting the shots that us wrestlers like to That's shoot. That's the thing. It's like you have such a good double leg, right? Mm-hmm. One of the best double legs. I And that was, you know, why I was so excited about you coming to MMA. I'm like, this guy's so explosive. You have that, like, that uh, fast twitch muscles, they right. say That's it, right? What they call it, yeah. Now, now, um, now, now, wait, but did that kind of sometimes get in your own way because you're oh, so. Oh, in that you- fight, it did. In that fight, it definitely did. Um, you know, as, as a established wrestler is a good accomplished wrestler you got to realize it's almost like still talking about your past kind of thing um when i got into mma it was like okay i'm gonna be this wrestler everyone's like oh this wrestler's coming over so i'm like okay i'm gonna be the wrestler but after you realize you're fighting you know you're not wrestling anymore and it was almost like me still talking about high school state championships like yeah, I was a national champ. It's like, bro, that was like, so many years ago. Get over it. Like, get into something else. And that's when it's like, okay, you know what? If I'm going to be this wrestler, I gotta mix up my martial arts. <laughs> you know, I gotta, I gotta put things together. I gotta throw some punches before I do that. And it was a, a real big learning curve for me. Um, it, it helped me today in sparring and stuff like that because. I was thinking I'll just take everybody down and beat everybody up, but after you get to the the elite guys like Georgie and you know the top guys that are in Bellator and UFC, you just you can't just be a wrestler anymore. He, he got pissed. We had him in the studio because he's actually Marina's training partner, mm-hmm. and he I guess you you had said hide your wife, hide your kids 
But he really thought you were talking about his wife and kids. Yeah. Well, I think that's the culture, <laughs> the culture barrier because everybody. Well, no, he's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he's crazy. He probably could have turned they don't that. Don't call him into, insane for nothing. <laughs> yeah, he probably could have turned that into you know a little fuel for his own fire. Oh. Okay. But obviously, you know, I got a wife and kid, and I'm not like, hey, you know, I'm, I want your wife, I want your kid. You know, this in WWE kind of thing. You know, I was, I was mostly one being entertaining, but two, yeah. I was talking about that YouTube. Uh, yeah, of you course. Know, the clip that you know a lot of people. A lot. Of, I'm gonna say urban people know about it right. because I'm guessing Georgie has not seen. That clip, <laughs> yeah. you know He's like, why does he want my wife and kids? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think that's the culture part where, where you, if you're talking trash, you got to make sure he understands the trash you're talking <laughs> instead of being like, yeah, kill your wife and kids. It's uh, hard to be funny with him sometimes. Yeah, can can't. He doesn't yeah, understand. When he's in time. fight camp, you can't crack too many jokes around him. No, and uh, he's uh, intense. Baba came to my comedy show, the one that you didn't come into. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> I, I asked, Every time he came by himself. That's how nice of a guy. I'm like, hey man, I got a comedy show. Want to come? Most people go. I, I have no one to go with. I can't go. He dude, came by himself. Couldn't get a seat. Sitting in the other room. Watched Watch the whole it. thing. That's how much of a, a nice a mensch you are, and you have no idea how much that meant to me because no doubt, I mean I'm, I'm I'm used to watching you on TV to have this guy watch on TV come and support. It meant a lot, no, honestly. Man. Somebody was, somebody says, "Hey man, can you come support?" I've always prided myself on being that. Yeah, absolutely. You got something going on. I mean, I'm gonna one day text you and say, like, "Hey, can you come support this?" And you're gonna remember the day that I I sat out there and couldn't get a seat and didn't get a drink and all this other good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, thank you, man. Yeah, no thank problem, you. Though, well no then, problem. I'm a shitty person. <laughs> <laughs> We've established that. Wow, no. all day think, today. Uh, no, I'm you're trying not. to figure out why my mic can't get to their heights. Like, Oh, you want to lower it? Absolutely. But uh, I see I all these can, gadgets. It's about posture, you know? We can do it. Him. So, now you were at American Top uh, Team, right? Yes. You were absolutely. in Coconut Creek, an American Top Team. Uh, <clears throat> you left American Top Team. Uh, here, take this one. I'll take that one. Nice. All right, let's see. Is that good? Good. There we go. Okay. Here we go. So you got the tape. You got see this one. I like this one. It's more my style. Okay. You built this one. I got you, buddy. Uh, I was at ATT, man, and I, 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 I still. I mean, and when I get into a serious camp, and you know, I still talk to the guys over there. George Masvidal is one of my good friends, and you know, Lebo was always a, a really good mentor and, and ambassador for me in MMA. Dan Lambert is. I mean, I don't know what the what the um, show that they got on coming on. You know, they kind of make them seem different, but. He's one of the best men that I've met in my life. You know, I've, I've been around a lot of coaches, a lot of people, and, you know, you can sit him down and say, this one, two, and three isn't going right. One, two, and three is what I need, and he'll he'll take out all six of those things and make it happen for you, and he's, he's always been in my corner. He's a really good guy, and I always tell those guys, hey, I'm watching this. If they ever make a 45 uh, show, ATT versus somebody else, I'm like, sweet. <laughs> Call me up, Dan, uh, me, Strauss, Bjor. We, we would kill some things at 45 uh, for the for ATT. So I, I've always been a, a big supporter of those guys, and, you know, I still got still got love for those guys over there. I just had to get uh, my fundamentals, my basics down. You know, it's kind of hard to learn how to push and punch and kick and all that stuff in, in Portuguese. So Oh, really? <laughs> it's a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Easy hard, like, especially from, like, and, like having such a – competitive background in wrestling like to, to kind of like in a way like do things slow you know what i mean like because you're yeah. used to taking the same shots and drilling the same Absolutely. stuff but like i know especially with striking like i'll have a guy who's like wants stuff like in slow motion yeah and it's like like when you're moving your feet and it's almost like 
you know, you're doing an hour of slow motion. You're like, what, what am I doing? Yeah. Am I even doing this? It's not really a workout. Yeah, but you're not used to that guys. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's absolutely. Like yeah. when, I, when I used to uh, take Scott Epstein, his, his class, he was a jiu-jitsu, black belt in jiu-jitsu. He's an Eddie Bravo black belt. And he was like, he used to come to my middle school wrestling practices. Because he's like, I want to learn wrestling like a middle school kid. The, mm-hmm. that's, and I feel like that's the way sometimes it is. That's why when I went to 10th Planet, they were teaching like a 12-point sweep. And I'm like, I just want to know basic arm bars, basic triangles. Is, it, is that what you're Eddie talking about? Eddie always yeah, gives absolutely. me shit for not knowing the terms for anything because I don't study online. Like, <laughs> he's always like on my ass. He's like, every time I go, he's like, okay, Marina. You got you to gotta know the twister, whatever, the... Something hatchet. I'm a plata. Yeah, like there's crazy names, and I'm like, fuck, I just know it's an arm bar. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, yeah, definitely going back to the basics and and really slowing it down. Like you said, being in wrestling at the level that I'm at in wrestling, we kind of just you can show me something once or twice, and I, and I'll I'll have it figured out because a lot of times it's a feel thing. Mm-hmm. You know, wrestling is such a feel. I can wrestle with my eyes closed as long as we can hold hands, as long as we can touch each other. I can do what I need to do with my eyes closed or open. But with striking, there's so many different elements to it. Wrestling, I would say, is like around the hip level area and below. Striking is from the hips and up, you know, with the with the shoulder movement, head movement, and hands and things like that. So yeah, I have to break it down a different way, and like I said, slow it down. Even though I'm not used to that pace, I know it's better for me to go back to. Did you expect it to be school. this hard? Uh, it was a little bit surprising. Um, I knew it was going to be tough. I wasn't one of those guys that would be at home and be like, oh, I can do that. You know, was, you know. But I've been on many, many a street fights in my day. Let's just say I'm 23, you know, in the streets. Uh, but, <laughs> You're 23 on the streets. <laughs> in the streets. Never lost a street fight. But I wasn't going against, you know, trained guys. And I always had a double leg. So if I got clocked, I don't care if we was in the club and I had a drink in my hand. If I got clocked, you're getting hit with a double. But... Um, now that you know, it, I've I've watched the sport, I've studied the sport, know a lot of guys in MMA, and I I didn't expect it to be as as uh, challenging technically. You know, it's more like okay, everybody can throw some punches, but the technical punches, when to throw punches, when to slip your head, which side, you know, and the guy's defense too. What I'm doing is is definitely a little bit more. Uh, on the striking level than it is in wrestling. You know, you, you in wrestling, you step towards the guy's right foot, he's going to move the right foot back. That makes it real simple. You step with your left foot, he's going to step this way, step way, that way. But with striking, there's so many different types of how you can strike that, you know, it just makes it a little bit more difficult than I was expecting. But I still expected it to be tough. I mean, this is... This it's got to be hard, though, arts. for a guy who had, like... I mean, you were on top of the world in wrestling. I mean, you mm-hmm. literally got thrown off the Penn State team, mm-hmm. went to ASU, and pinned the Penn State guy in the finals. Absolutely. Now, where did you, and, and you're talking Taylor. about now a Dave Taylor, a national champion, who ended up winning. Now, where did you say to Kale after the fight? I know Kale was the coach. Kale didn't like you, right? Right. No, well, I wouldn't say Kale didn't like me. Um, well, we can say that he didn't like me. We're just going to go and, and say, you know, that's probably what happened. But I was the number one recruit in the country coming out of high school, and I didn't get a phone call or a hello or hi or nothing from, you know, Iowa State, and that was where Kale was at the time. Um, after I won senior nationals, I mean, I went 57-0 and 0 my senior year with like 48 tech falls. I, I wasn't a pinner in high school. I wanted to embarrass you in the sense of, of teching. And everyone, anytime I pin someone, I got caught. You can't get caught 15 times. I, 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 I smacked that ass. So that's what I was more about in, in high school. But once I got to college, I realized the sport of it is to pin. You know, you need pins for your teams, more points. It's, it's more dominating in a sense. So uh, I became, I developed more into that type of wrestler. But, um, 
Kale didn't recruit me, and it wasn't like a, 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 I guess people can say a racial thing or anything like that. We never had a verbal altercation. Um, he tried to release me three times before he actually did release me for things that happened. One, when I was a young buck coming up and understanding what college was about. What are these things? Um, well, there was one time that um, the scale got rigged for a um, for a uh, for a hydration test. You know, and this was when they were starting putting the hydration test yeah. in. I didn't rig the scale. I can tell you oh, that right okay. now. Okay, if you guys are listening, basically at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season, you have to weigh in at a certain amount. Yes. Now, you, they, they take your hydration test, your, your body fat test. Mm-hmm. You can't lose a certain amount of abundance. Because when I was actually, it was happened my year, two kids my season died, died from mm-hmm. jump roping in the shower uh, with, 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 with yeah. rubber suits on because they were cutting too much weight. Mm-hmm. So they started this whole hydration test. So you can't weigh in at 180 and wrestle at 125. That's right. just not what happens. You can only lose a certain amount of time. So right. kids rigged the scale. Yeah, the, the, you put a tape. You put tape on the type of scale we had. You can put tape under it, and for you know for a certain amount of time, it would it would have a a lighter a lighter <laughs> sentence on it, pretty much. That's fine. And, so, I mean, and, and a lot of people, some people take the hydration test extremely serious, but we're all wrestlers. There's different coaches and there's different type of people who, like, that That means nothing to me. We're doing this just the old old school style, you know, just piss clear and be the rate you need to be. So Everything going to be all right. Everything going to be good. <laughs> Everything going to be fine. So the scale was rigged, and I happened to, when I, so six, six, five or six people stepped on the scale before me. There's red, great. You know, the tape was working fine. But when I stepped on the scale, the tape fell out from under the thing. And then the scale started messing up. And I'm just like, I probably should have went first kind of thing. You know what I mean? But um, so that was one of the things he, he tried to release me for. Um, so Kale said, this is your fault. Yeah. He, he, he blamed it on you. Yeah. Well, because the people who were checking my weight at the time was like, oh, when Bubba stepped on the scale, you know, it started acting funny. It started messing up. And I, and All right. Because, so that was the first time. What were the other two times? The, um, the second time was we just got back from um, our Thanksgiving break. It wasn't really a Thanksgiving break. I, I was, I was red shirting. So you could decide if you wanted to go to this tournament or not. Miscommunication. There was a big miscommunication because Kel and the coaches didn't talk to me for three months of the four months that I was there. The last, the first month they How talked to they me. How did they not talk to you? I, I had to find out when practices were from my teammates and and people How that the I. Fuck does they that just happen? they just didn't talk to me. And the thing was, Green. I was the captain. Oh. I was the captain of the Sorry. team. I was the captain of the team until Kel got there. And then one day he was just like, Bubba, are you the captain? I was like, Yeah, I'm the captain. I'm running everybody through drills. And he's like, All right, you're no longer the captain anymore. And I've been a captain since I was a sophomore because uh. if you're all American, you automatically become a captain. Then the coaches vote for the other two guys. And he just kicked you off being captain. Right, right from under me. Just Man. you're no longer That's captain. Cold. Was that his first year there? That was his first okay. year. Okay. Yep. I, so I got he, released his first. So year he probably year. heard stories about you, or he, he he had it in his mind. This guy mm-hmm. Bubba, he's a hot shot. Mm-hmm. He's a you know, at the time. Now, how many times? I guess were, my style. I guess my style wearing my wearing my personality on my sleeve. You know, you, when you see me, you get what you see. You know, I'm not a sneaky kind of hide guy, and I, I wouldn't say I'm too cocky. I would say I'm definitely confident. I've been through a lot, seen a lot, and I've kind of built my personality off of my environment in a, in a sense so if i beat you i'm going to celebrate my win not celebrate your loss you know a lot of people didn't like the fact that i actually celebrated after i won what did you do when you because wrestling is is you shake hands you you know you get your hand raised yeah I, I worked so hard i cut 20 pounds yesterday and i just won so i'm just gonna 
give you guys a pump and I'm gonna walk off. Me, I'm like digging and chicken and you know getting my dance. <laughs> so on. you were dancing after you won. I was a celebratory guy. I was entertaining. <laughs> you know, I, I I wasn't just a wrestler. I, I became an entertainer. Were you rapping at some point. too or no? No, not at that point. No, okay. I was rapping at the parties that I after I after we won or something like that. You know, I'd go to I go to parties at Penn State with the football players and you know there would definitely be some serious rap battles, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's neither here nor there. I was, I feel you know, like I was there could be a YouTube video going. <laughs> there is. I've seen him rapping. I saw him rapping to save wrestling, and uh, at that time, I wanted to cancel wrestling. I'm like, they used to call me the rapper scrapper, and I was like, now nah, we gotta scratch that. I'll just stick to fighting. I'm like, I will. I'm like, I will save wrestling if you don't have to hear this rapping anymore. No, I'm, I'm but your nickname is the time. Unicorn Slayer in, in Bellator. Yeah. Well, no. Why would you want to kill a unicorn? <laughs> see, well, see, that's the thing. My nickname is the Highlight Kid, but because I was known as the Unicorn Slayer in college for because I always beat the guys that they said were unbeatable, or I always beat the guys that were really, really tough, like the rare type of wins I always got, and that's why they call me the Unicorn Slayer. Because maybe you're just big the unicorn. <laughs> I could be the unicorn. I, you know what? I could you, be the unicorn. Maybe you're the unicorn, but and everybody beat, I, else is just a horse <laughs> <laughs> or a zebra or something. But no, I beat guys that weren't supposed to lose. And when I won nationals, I beat a guy that was 38 and 0. Mm-hmm. And because he was the rare, going to be the next, you know, Kale Sanders, maybe yeah. the unicorn. Yeah, yeah. I, and I slayed him. They called me the unicorn slayer. <laughs> slayed the unicorn slayer. I slayed him. I like the unicorn slayer. <laughs> I, I don't mind it when people say, "Oh, you're the unicorn." First, it was like. That's kind of kind of a little bit too sweet, a little bit too sugar in your tank. But once I realized that, like, to catch a unicorn is pretty tough. You know it's pretty pretty extreme. it's pretty tough. And if you catch one and kill it, you're a badass. And I was just like, you know what? I don't mind being a unicorn slayer. I mean, you know, if on my shorts it says the highlight kid, but if someone was like the unicorn slayer, I'd be like, what's up, bro? I don't know. What is the juggernaut unicorn slayer? What's a better nickname? Or she's the 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 supernova from Moldova. Oh so, yeah, get the so, rhymes in there. Yeah. I like yes. it. I like yeah. it. Now, um, it's gotta roll off the tongue. <laughs> now, now, by the way, Marina, I don't know if you know Marina, she's a, a second-degree black belt in judo. Okay. She fights for Invicta. Uh-huh. And she's got not a big... Not yet. Not yet. She's got a big fight coming up. Who, um... Okay, so... Uh, back not to, yet. Big fight coming up? Not yet. Not, you know, you have a big fight. <laughs> not yet. It hasn't been announced. Um, it's coming, though. Now, we now, want it to. Now, when you pin the unicorn, right. Dave Taylor, right. uh, and, and it's on national television, first round, or second round, or first period? Second, second period. period. Second period. Mm-hmm. You have to go over and shake Kale Sanderson's hand, right? No, no, you don't have to. You don't have to. There's times pounding. that you... Uh, I mean, even in high school, it's a, it's a must. Your coach always must, you must shake their hand. But in college... It's hit or miss, you know. You'll and it don't have to even be rivals, you know. It doesn't have to be like Iowa versus Penn State or something like that, where you just don't shake the guy's hand. Sometimes you just don't shake the coach's hand, and more more times than not, I do. But in tournaments, it's like they're going their way, we're going our way. By the time you go to want to go shake their hand, they're getting off the. Did you shake Kale's hand? No, I did not shake. Did you look at him? You give him, you give him one of these. I, I mean, these? he. I didn't look at him, but he saw me. You know, <laughs> so we didn't meet eye contact, and he tried to talk to me later. But at that point, I mean, I, I had forgiven Kel and been over that, and and people say, "For forgiving him, you the one didn't." Trust me, there was a lot of uh, dirty play in there with, with between me and Kel as far as after he released me, wouldn't let me go to top fifteen schools, um, tried to release me a day before the the. The new signing was was coming in. Basically, he wanted me to go sit on the couch at home. And I fought against a bunch of things, got a bunch of petitions. I had to get a super amount of credits just to be eligible for the next year. Um, there was a lot of stuff that I had to do and a lot of loops I had to jump through just to stay on the map. Now, you go to Arizona ASU, State. right? There was, well, hang on. There, there, wasn't there, um, like when you transfer schools mm-hmm. or 
Did you have to did they, like sit out? Or I didn't have no. to sit out because I didn't transfer Big Ten to Big Ten. I got you. If I had to, if I was going, if I was to go to Big Ten, I would have I had to sit out. If I went to Michigan or something like that, but I wanted to go to Cornell. Cornell and Arizona State were my next two choices gotcha. um, because Dake was at Cornell. He wasn't my weight. We were going to be workout partners, and they. I wanted to win a national championship. All the kids that year that I won nationals, Penn State won it, and with. Eight of those kids that that placed for him, I signed seven of them, you know, on the recruitment visit. But because I was the party guy, I, you know, I I knew everybody at the school, everybody knew me. So whenever we had the top recruits come in, give them the bubba. Yeah, I got I got this. Come on, man, let's go party, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, and, and I signed all those guys. So basically, that was my and I was the captain of that team. So I, you know, the year that I won it, Penn State won it, and Cornell took second. I was like, you know, I want a national championship as a team. I wasn't always just that, you know, me 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 guy I, and, and I really wasn't even in college you know my fresh my first year I wanted to wrestle and I, I bumped up to 57 because the team wanted me there although I knew I was a 49 pounder I weighed 155 pounds wrestling at 57 that's you can't do that in college so but you, so you were an all-american twice yes well you have three times including the nope, one you won twice two-time finalists two-time final oh you were a finals year before also mm-hmm. no I I I didn't place when I was a 157 as a true freshman I took second to Metcalf as a true sophomore Junior year, I got I was the number two seed, blew my back out, hurt got hurt, got hurt in the first round, the number two seed, um, and then next year I redshirted, fifth year senior year. What I does redshirt mean? You sit out, uh, trying to sit out. You sit out. You can practice with a team, but you can't compete. That yeah, sucks. you can go to open tournaments, but you can't compete under yeah, their, their brand, unattached. Dang. Basically, yeah. so you go to ASU, and then mm-hmm. so your team is uh, you, Anthony Robles, mm-hmm. right? The guy who has one leg. Uh, mm-hmm. Who's another? Who's another national champion? SB winner Anthony Robles. Uh, who else is on the on the team? Um, there's Levi uh, Levi Rolla Cooper. He was a heavyweight. He he all American. Um, Starks. Um, Any other MMA guys? Not at that time. No, I was. Because ASU all of a sudden has become this like yeah. not all of a sudden, but yeah. you look at like some, yeah. Cain Velasquez, yeah. Bader uh, Simpson, Aaron Simpson, yeah. Ryan uh, Bader, Ryan Bader, CB Dalloway. Yeah. Yeah. All went to ASU. I mean, that's it's a very, it's a, it's a it might be the best college to get to for MMA as far as who's went out there. You know, but the crazy thing about it when I when I got into college, Phil Davis was my host for my co- for my recruitment visit, and, and you know, I I would say Phil Davis is a bigger brother, my cousin kind of kind of person. And when he was about to graduate and stuff, that's when he was starting getting MMA. So before I even went to Arizona State to become part of a this MMA wrestler turning MMA event i was more already at penn state thinking i should go into mma i should go into mma and then when i said oh i'm going to arizona state i had already seen fact that the west coast is bigger in mma than it is on the east because right. you don't see as many gyms mm-hmm. that you do there and i had i had known the history of asu were you and pat cummings there. friends yeah absolutely he was on your team too pat cummings was the man he was he was he wasn't we weren't on my team but he was still around campus when i was there as a true freshman and all that good stuff now when you go to asu i mean the chicks are so much hotter oh than they are at penn state <laughs> oh were you God. just and, the, gonna go there, and like you're the you're the bad boy uh, guy <laughs> you, you're, you're the bad boy guy who came over were you just blasting through i had let's i had a great time because one i was the new kid everybody knows about like when you're in high school and you become the new kid at the new school 
you're like the new piece of meat on the block type of thing. But Arizona State, it was like a bigger level, one, because um, I was coming over as a national finalist. So coach was saying, you know, we're going to get you out there. We're going to have, you know, the we're going to roll the red carpet out for you. You're going to be on all the posters, you and Anthony Robles. You know, it was part of the, the if you come with us, we're going to make you the superstar that we know you are. And I was, I would be in the cafeteria just eating one day, look up and see a big old flag of me, you know, with my, I had, it was probably Penn State singlet, but it was now all Arizona State out. You know, I hadn't even wrestled for them yet, and I'm already in the Arizona State singlets, and you know, so I would, I would, I would be at all the pep rallies. They so, would I mean, let me speak at the rallies. The blonde, and stuff. mostly white girls, black girls, eight Mexican chicks. How many? Uh, it was Mexican chicks for sure. All kinds. Yeah, all kinds of ladies. And they it did, is a smorgasbord. And they were just hop, they were they were just hopping on your dick, hopping off. It was like you're like next, next, next. I can't. I, I would. Sure. I wouldn't say it was like that. Married but man. I, I, yes, I'm married now. But yes, I, I would just say I had a good time in college, especially going to Arizona State. I only had one year to be there, so it was almost like one of those I'm only here for the weekend type things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but it was a year long weekend, and then after I won nationals, I was all over ESPN. Arizona State made it a really big thing that me and Anthony took home the national championship so we were going from rally to rally just you know being pretty much the face of Arizona State at the time because we you know and it was just so you and Robles it was like Robles had a girlfriend at the time I I happened to be single so they call me the unicorn (laughs) 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 what you doing girl (laughs) what you doing girl I mean mean, what'd you do today oh yeah so who got more more tail Jake in Nebraska or you at ASU yeah but he was still a virgin right no all right the the cat's out of the bag okay guys I went on on a recruiting visit to Nebraska so I, I know that there was a good time in Nebraska, but I just think we're talking about <laughs> a different level of 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 quantity. Are you gonna quality is good? Are you gonna take quality that? Is he's good. saying that he he got way more puss than that's you. That's not what he's saying. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I would, that's I would not agree. what I'm saying. I would actually agree with him because I've I've been down to the campus today. You can't drive on camp. You you can't it's drive on campus compare. between uh, yeah, one and three. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a different league. So so the chicks at ASU were much higher than ones in Nebraska. There's more. There's, there's way more. There's just more. I mean, there, there's how girls in Nebraska for yeah, sure. But definitely, you got Marina. Do you, I mean, it's college. You got a lot of judo dick. Or, or not. <laughs> no, no, nothing. There was no judo dick. No Armenian judo dick. That was don't pro- try to, don't try to include me into <laughs> this conversation. I'm try- I know these guys are the By athletes. Fucking- Asking me if I've got judo dick. Actually, all the guys in judo are douchebags. So it was all of them. Okay. All wow. most of them. You yeah. put them in a category. Wow. No, all you all guys dicks. out That's there are dicks. Headline. <laughs> That's gonna be the headline for this. No, they're all. The era that I did judo in. The era that I did judo in. Everybody was just like their own biggest fan, and they're all cocky yeah. and fucking anti woman too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah big you time. You so it was. Throw it was. Like uh, yeah. yeah it's, it was kind of shitty. Like there was really. Did they treat you like a dude more than a woman though? Like, um, when in training? Yeah. In training, we. I mean, like when they, they would look at you like. If you if you ever talk to true. Rhonda about our judo days, we got our fucking at. Tr- they tried to kick. Yeah. When's yeah, Rhonda they, coming in? She did Ariel Hawani. No, she's on her book tour. She did, so have her come here. Talk about her book. She's not even here. But she's on Ariel Hawani show today. Yeah, but. On a That's phone in New York call, City, right? yeah. And she's <laughs> so have her call in. She's been a busy bee. She has a whole book busy thing. bee. Yeah. Listen, 
We got Bubba Jenkins in the studio. I, I like, I like, <laughs> talking about, we got the unicorn slayer, and you're talking about Rhonda. Uh, are you kidding? You have no idea how happy I was. Honestly, that, that like, I'm, I'm a, I never, I don't watch college wrestling, but I watched the international championships, mm-hmm. and that, that was, that was the guys? highlight of that, of that, of that whole, that whole thing. That, no and doubt. I know now, definitely, and I'm definitely. excited for your MMA career. I yeah, mean, obviously, me too, you sure. know, your third fight, you said you, you underestimated the guy. You're like, that yeah. guy's undefeated, by the way. Yeah. This, no, he's. Let's, let's let's not talk about him only because, like I said, I underestimated him, but I still think he he's a pansy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's got some he's got some undefeatedness, but man, if I saw this guy tomorrow, it would be ugly. It would be so bad. It would be so bad. And I've listen. I've called because he's from Phoenix, and you know those my you know I I still I'm not the president there, but I, I got some government ship going on over there, and you know I I, I made a fo- couple phone calls. Hey, I'll fight this guy in at the baseball field, um, the arena. We'll go on the basketball court. Just let me see We're this. About, what time you guys train? Bubba's third fight in Larue Burley. Larue Burley. This guy's this guy's six and zero. He's got a victory over over two good guys. You and mm. the next last one, but no one's ever hurt. No, this guy doesn't fight. He just he's like a mm. he's, there's no there's no tape on him. There's no he's like a ghost. You, you you can't even find that fight. But I think that honestly, like Marina, you, uh, uh, Jake, getting losses out of your way early, early, absolutely. get him out of the way. It changed my career. That's learning for sure. curve, know, knowing that you're you know to me it's way better for a guy to get to get a loss on his, who's three and one, five and one than it is a guy who's fifteen and zero. Oh, Gets a loss, destroys everything, never wins again. I mean, or retires. Starts or... questioning himself when you're like 18 and one. Yeah, like, well, that's the thing too is when you start, if you're if you're undefeated up into like the top echelon, and then it's like, then you have to start re, you know going back to the drawing board, and you're like shit, yeah. you start doubting. <laughs> I was doing all, everything and then right. And you have all these <laughs> exactly. MMA fans exactly. who think they know everything, and yeah. they try to downgrade everything that you've already accomplished. Yeah, yeah just ask anybody and it's on just, Twitter. Yeah, okay, exactly. We'll They'll tell you, you exactly. <laughs> What your what should, should I have do. done? Oh, yeah, you should have done is, it's this. It's harder for like a Marina Shafir who has a high profile oh. girl. Uh, no, but I'm saying high profile. You're hot. You're Ronda Rousey's roommate. As far as female yeah, but people fighters, only pay attention to me so they can find more things out no, about her. No, the point, the point the is, is that is that a loss for you, a loss for Bubba Jenkins, a national champion coming in is gonna is, a, is a also magnetized. Yeah. Versus a, a guy who oh, yeah. has no, you know, a guy who just started, a, a guy like Georgie Karakanyan, you know, who, who who has a couple losses, but you don't you don't know that because you're not expecting this big. Yeah, thing. but just as accomplished as Bob as Bubba it was in wrestling, mm-hmm. Georgie was accomplished at he was accomplished the same way in MMA at mm-hmm. his time. Mm-hmm. Like he's been fighting for so long. Yeah, so I know. Yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, like he the, has. He's been saying, around for so long. Of course, but I'm saying it's like an American wrestler wins a national champion, a, 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 a female fighter who's. I'm saying it, it gets no, blown I get up what a you're lot. Saying. It gets mm-hmm. blown up a lot. But, but you know what? It's hard. But, but that's at the same time, real pressure. That's pressure that people don't understand. Like you know, when 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 you're a national champ wrestler, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to MMA, and then everyone's like, well, all the good wrestlers are doing great. So you know what? You're <laughs> right in line, and you got to do what they're doing. It's like I'm a different cut. Of cloth than they are, yeah. you know. But not only that, there's so much expectation. It's like being, you know, uh, in football. So say you got the draft and all that good stuff. It's like being a Heisman candidate going into the NFL. They're like, well, you were, you know, one of the best in college, so you should do this and that right. and that. And if you don't, you be automatic bust. No, but, yeah. but, but, but look <laughs> at some of these guys that got should lo- be throwing like, fifty touchdowns a, like, a year. A lot of guys yeah. like, like Steve Mako uh-huh. had a lot of loss early. Yeah, I think that was probably the best thing for him. He's, he's fighting on a different other guys. Um, like there was a guy from Oklahoma State that made it to the UFC. His brother's now fighting. 
Jared Rochelle. Rock Jake Rocco was a three-time national champion, mm-hmm. and he was and he lost to you know Kendall Grove, who's a good who's also a good fighter. But yeah. it doesn't necessarily always mean it doesn't translate I as, mean, as easily as people think it is. Just because you're yeah. a national champ wrestler does not mean no, you're going to dominate they don't have the sport the of MMA. To understand that there's more involved. Oh, so much don't. more. You're in a different league. So many variables. Yeah, it's That's like true. being in a passing league where all you have to do is throw the ball and catch the ball, and then you go into MMA where you have to throw the ball, catch the ball, run the ball, kick the ball. You know. All this other stuff. Do a cartwheel, slay a unicorn, (laughs) do that shit. There's something else I don't think anyone's really mentioned is the the whole level of like competition has gone up. Like, you know what I mean? I started fighting in 05. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) forward. Those kids are growing up into the sport now. Yeah. People entering the sport right now, it's a it's a different game. You know, you got guys that are that are skilled, they're tough. It's like, like he the said, level of competition's way back different. then, back when 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 most people were starting to understand what UFC was and and fighting and MMA was, you you could find every now and then one or two of your friends, you know, did some training in the gym. Now everybody's an MMA yeah. fighter. Hey, what do you do? Oh, I'm a you know expire and be <laughs> yeah. I do, I do UFC. UFC. Yeah. What do you do? I do UFC? UFC? No, I don't. I UFC. train UFC. I, MMA. Well, somebody <laughs> that we uh, we have to talk to right now who does do UFC. Uh, he's actually ranked first. In the 185-pound division, uh, Luke Rockhold. Before we talk to him, let's thank our sponsors. That's right. uh, has your business been vandalized? Pay the bills. Have gang members destroyed your business storefront? Gang um, members. Gang members. Uh, have called the professionals a remove it restoration. They remove graffiti, uh, vandalism, etch windows. They get your business back to brand new for a fraction of the cost. Your business is very important. Don't leave it in the hands of the amateurs. Call them at 1-888-424-9697 or go to removeitrestoration.com. Uh, they are also great guys. Eric sponsors fighters. Trust me, keep it in the family. He's a huge, this guy's a wrestling fan. He, he, this guy goes to uh, Invicta Fights. This guy goes to Metamoris, goes to Bellator, oh, goes guy. to UFC. Great guy. great guy. Also, second sponsor, Dude wipes. Dude Trust wipes. me, you do not want a dirty ass. Nope. Bubba Jenkins was not slaying chicks in Arizona. Uh, he probably did have a dirty ass. <laughs> not much, at all. Imagine how much more <laughs> pussy he would have gotten had dude wipes been around then. Okay? He uses it now. He's got a hot wife. Okay? She wants him to have a nice smelling ass when he comes home. No duty okay? booties. Jake Ellenberger is having a kid. There's going to be tons of crap for that baby. Okay? Get rid of hey, that baby I shit. I have the dude wipes lined up. You have it lined up? Yes. Yes. Uh, you could use it on your, on, your, on, your, on your beautiful butt chin. Okay? Trust me. You, you can go on the face as well. Marina's using them as well. Mm-hmm. Mar- have you used it yet? I have used them. Well, wait, what do you think? I feel very moisturized and refreshed after wiping myself down with a dude wipe. See that? Look at that. So, Boom dude wipes. You can get it at Amazon.com forward slash dude products. Now, we are calling a man who is also very clean... Uh, he, I think he's next in line for the title shot. I don't know what you guys think. I think he should fight the winner of Chris Wyman, Vitor Belfort, uh, as, a, as opposed to Jacare. I mean, he beat Jacare. I mean, yeah, granted it was in strike force was years ago, but this guy right here, Luke Rockhold, he's also a man on a mission as far as getting tail. He gets more tail than anyone I know. That's, that's what I've heard. Hey, did I see him on... Um uh, Millionaire Matchmaker. Yeah, yes. I love that. Mike, well, I ain't gonna say I love that show. My girl watched that show. And uh, yeah, I saw him up there. It was we're, hilarious. We're gonna talk to him he, about that. He was a little dirty dog on that he show. He asked a girl she if got she kicked sp- out. She <laughs> <her> swallows. <laughs> he got kicked out. <laughs> that was funny. I'm like, he's not gonna make it. She's no, gonna kick him out. <laughs>
You calling him? Yep. Cool. Thanks, Evan. He's just a slayer, not the unicorn slayer. <laughs> yeah, he's just yeah. anything. He's the he's the yeah. Anything that'll let him. The pussy slayer. Hello. Hello. Who's hey, this? Hey, it's, what's up, uh, Luke Rockhold? It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Jake Ellenberger, Marina Shafir, and Bubba Jenkins. Luke. You're what's on the up, MMA Luke? Roasted podcast. Ah. Hi. Right on. I was like, threw me out there for a second. How are you, man? Uh, I'm doing good. Just driving home from practice, trying to keep my fat ass in shape. Nice. Now, uh, Luke, you are uh, you're on fire, man. Your your you, your last fight against Machida. Uh, was a thing of beauty. Uh, you, you absolutely did not dominated Leona Machida, who's a very hard guy to beat. Uh, what was the secret? What, what, what went right? Talk to us about that fight. Uh, yeah, went, everything went pretty well. Uh, I, I was expecting to be more of a feeling out process. Leona kind of threw me off with the quick engagement. Uh, so I was just trying to adjust to it and, and uh, do what I do. I was trying to land that right hook, got a little wild, and then the uh, I caught him behind the head as he was lunging in, and fortunately for me, he fell into my realm, which is the, the ground game. I knew I have a big advantage there. I, I felt good on the feet with him. I knew I could, I could win there, but uh, I knew if I got to the ground, it would just going to be that much easier for me. So uh, I uh, just kind of going go with well. Took advantage. I know that elbow. That elbow was really the end of the fight, I think. Yeah, once, I, once I got that elbow in, it was, uh, I, it was really the same guy. You know, Luke, that's what I was going to ask you. Did you know how bad he was hurt at the end of that first round? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I had a feeling I hit him pretty hard because I had a dead 10, and, and uh, he just oh, hit a guy like that. And uh, so I kind of watched him. I looked, I did a little look back when I was walking away, and I noticed him wobbling to his feet. I even did, like, a double look back. I think <laughs> you see him after five. I'm, like, like, staring him down as he's going, like, hmm, all right. Yeah, he looked like he had two left feet. I mean, uh, more importantly than your uh, than that fight and your number one status, uh, did you bang that girl on Millionaire Matchmaker? I don't kiss and tell. <laughs> oh come on, dude! Uh, Everybody wants that. Now that was the by the way one of the funniest things. Bubba Jenkins said he watched that with with, with his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you asked the girl, why did you ask her if she spits or swallows? That is that like uh, your like? Lead? I knew I knew you were getting kicked out after that date. I just knew it. I I seen her so many times kick people out for less, and I was like, oh, he's gone. He ain't gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, how how are you supposed to take the next step in a relationship without knowing the important question? <laughs> that's 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 very true. Now I heard you're killing it on Tinder. Uh, that is that's the word on the street <laughs> is that you are just slaying all the boxes. Like they're saying that San Jose, there's a lot of girls with very nice hair right now. Uh, is that is that true? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, right. No, you're you're absolutely. I, the way when I quit Tinder, I, I stopped Tinder after a friend was in Vegas and and uh, and he was he was flicking through and he caught a picture and it was me and some girl, some girl that like took a picture with me and used me as Tinder bait. <laughs> Once I knew I was Tinder bait, I was like, I should probably be off this. Thing. <laughs> uh, Tinder, Tinder's trouble. I, uh, I cut off my Tinder a while ago. I'm, I've been Tinder free for 
We're almost a year now. <laughs> Sounds like an addiction. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you're a good-looking guy. You're you're a great fighter. I mean, are you settled down, or are you just kind of playing the cards and playing the whole scene? And I'm uh, taking advantage of my number one contender status. <laughs> that's also known as all the booty in the world. That's that's, that's what every guy wants to hear. Uh, good. Everybody for you. is jealous of you, right? Yeah, now. good for you, Luke. Man, you might you might as well because one day you're gonna be like ninety, rock and roll baby, and you're Rock-n-roll. not gonna be able to do it. So you might as well get it all out of your system. Uh, uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to enjoy it. Enjoy it with no, no restrictions. Nothing holds me back. <laughs> Get that belt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy the single life with the belt for a little while first. Now, I, w- I was reading your Wikipedia page yesterday. It said that you were a cannabis user in high school. A what? That you smoked a lot of weed in high school. It says that on my Wikipedia. Yeah, it says. It says. People okay. can just type. Did you? Did you go in there and type that in? No, I swear to God, it said. That, it said that you're part Native American, part Irish, and that your parents, I guess, were very Native American, so they used to give you cannabis. <laughs> I don't know. It wouldn't go that far. I remember I, I read my Wikipedia one time, and it it said uh, I lost the belt to Keith Jardine or something before <laughs> I even before I even fought. <laughs> So you weren't a big cannabis user in high school? I was a fucking pothead. The worst degree. <laughs> so Wikipedia is pretty accurate. <laughs> so uh, I, I was I was taking sandwich classes, trying to build bongs, trying to disguise a bong so like, to so that ceramic teacher would actually fire him. It was a thing. Like he always, everyone would try to fire bongs. They, everyone, it was a thing, and uh, and he'd take. Everyone once they hit the firing shelf, you take their bongs and then just smash them. And and uh, so my whole goal is to like disguise bongs, and make them so intricate that he couldn't recognize the fact that they were a bong, and he had to fire it. And I succeeded multiple occasions, and ended up winning. Ended up even winning, taking one of my bongs to the high school county art show and, and taking it home. Dude, you're a very creative guy, man. Very creative. Uh, now, it's, I was also reading that you were on the high school wrestling team. But yeah, you actually did judo from age six to ten. You quit judo, wrestled in high school, then you were gonna wrestle in community college, but you just weren't that into it. Picked up jujitsu, won your first couple of tournaments, and now here you are. Pretty much the story, you know. It was uh, I had judo, a young kid, and then I wrestled junior high, seventh eighth grade, and then all through high school, and then I had uh, I don't know, there was just no professional outlet for wrestling, and uh, I didn't want to pursue it in the college and get tortured through college wrestling not, not to get paid. I wanted to do a professional sport and get paid for something and I kind of bounced out just tried to try to fix up mix it up, chase a couple you know, out of skateboarding pretty much surfing chasing girls, joining thankfully Jiu-Jitsu turned into something and, and I realized you can't pay for fighting and you know everything worked out. It's perfect. So funny, man. You're like the most laid-back number one contender in the history of fighting. Uh, I remember hanging out with you at the award show. I sat next to your brother. I know your brother was a, a, a professional surfer, but it all makes sense now because he looks like Spicoli. He looks like you with like long hair and smokes more weed. <laughs> uh, I mean, Santa Cruz last night, he likes he, 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 different generation. I've been trying to get him to cut that hair for a 
years. I actually, I actually convinced him to cut his hair, but then he grew right back. Seems like a really cool guy, though. I mean, he was, and he's also really proud of you. You can tell how how much how how proud he is of you, and uh, it was, yeah. you know, it was really cool to see. Um, now, he's never been a fan of any sport. Ever since I started fighting, he kind of took to it. Now he now he knows everything before I even know. It's funny. He's always coming to me, telling me, "Yo, know this shit." Tell me about my career before I even know. <laughs> Yeah, he seemed like a really cool guy. Now, do you think you deserve the the the, uh, the next big fight against the whoever wins, Weidman or Belfort? Do I deserve? Or, I mean, we're talking about my next fight. Your next so, fight. Uh, yeah, my next fight will be the winner of. It's. I mean, is it winner a, of Vitor versus Weidman? So I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm saying, I'm saying that's 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 definite. That's actually set in stone. I mean, you can you can pretty much set their destination. If Wyman wins, we're going to New York. Vitor wins, we're not going to Brazil. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you obviously. I mean, that's what I was saying. I mean, you obviously you beat Jacare. Uh, you've beaten everybody that they've they've put in front of you, ex- except for Belfort. Who do you think wins that fight? By the way, I think Wyman wins. Uh, I, I just don't. You not. I don't know what to think of Vitor. You know, he's been out of the cage for a long time. We'll see how he looks. He's been kind of hiding. Under wraps, and uh, he doesn't doesn't look the same. And I don't know. I don't think he'll have what he used to have. And uh, I mean, there'll be a will have a couple of explosions, sure, but I don't think he's going to be here where, where he was. I think Weidman will afford those initial explosions, and then uh, it'll be down an uphill battle for for Vitor to kill fate. Yeah. Do you think that's more of like a more of a psychological battle for for him being clean now? I think it's huge psychologically. It's always, you know, mm-hmm. you guys get <laughs> that invincibility complex, you know, when they're taking that stuff and confidence is everything in the fight. And, uh, and when you don't have it, it can, it, it can, it can take a lot away from uh, your, your abilities in the cage. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, I think that's, it's been always an issue for Vitor's whole career. And that's why he's, he has to use it, keep his, keep his, uh, Confidence up. Not to mention the, you know, the other areas that helps you. Well, now, what's your thought on the whole Reebok deal? Ah, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that championship dollar. So that's all I really care about. You know, I've, I've got a great deal outside the case with Adidas. I'm getting paid, and uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna double up, double dip when you can, right? And so I'll be double dip. It's so funny, man. Now, what, what's your thought on uh, Dana White saying that your team at AKA goes way too hard in practice and that's why guys are getting hurt? I don't know. Maybe we're just a clean team that we actually... Train hard? Break like... We, we break like normal human beings when other guys are using, you know, using the shit to stay healthy and just uh, get through camps. I don't, I don't know. I that's mean, really interesting. I mean, we're not, not, like that. Everyone's going to talk right now, but when we got three... Three UFC belt at AKA by the end of the year. I think people are going to shut them out because the best team in the world coming to prove it. Yeah, I mean that's you know Cormier's got a really good shot of, of beating Johnson. Uh, that's going to be a great fight. Um, Khabib, I think I think you have a, obviously a great shot of beating anybody. And then Khabib, I, I think Khabib is a, is the champion in my opinion right now. I mean he's not the champion, but he's never lost one minute of one round. Uh, you guys yeah, have. A, no, I mean that. Yeah, not not even to mention Khabib. I mean, I left him out of the conversation just because he's probably out till you know next year. Um, 
but who knows? Maybe from what I understand, he's, he's healing quick. Khabib is he is the uncrowned, uncrowned champion, no doubt. And so you know, potentially there's four there's four UFC belts coming to AK in the near future. So and then Kane, obviously. That's that's a, that's great. I mean, that's that, that's really great. So. That's pretty good. That'd be pretty good for a caveman team, right? <laughs> so why do you think you uh, now? Now why, let's say Wyman wins. I, I think Wyman's going to win also because, like, like like you said, he's you know Belfort's come. It seems like everybody who's been off TRT has been getting beat up pretty bad. Uh, let's just let's just call it all the all the guys who stopped taking that stuff. It's like they stopped. They're like magic powers. Um, so let, let's say Chris wins. You you said that you match up really good against Chris. Uh, can you please elaborate on that? <laughs> I, yeah, I think I do. I think uh, I think I can outstrike him on the feet, and, and of course his wrestling is good. He's, he's got a good top game, but I, I feel comfortable there too. I got good wrestlers to work with in the gym, and Daniel Cormier and Kane, and all the guys we've always had. So uh, I'm no slouch in the wrestling department, especially my defensive wrestling. I, I don't think he's gonna. Not gonna, I mean, wrestling's become a non-factor in that fight. It's gonna come down to the stand-up game and then my control on the ground. So uh, I, I think I can, I can run away with that fight. Uh, Southpaw versus his you know, orthodox style. I got, I got a couple big weapons that, that aren't really that, that the orthodox fighters aren't really liking. So I, I believe in my, my stand-up game, and, and uh, I think I can, I can take that fight. That's going to be a great fight. Mm-hmm. That's gonna, now, now, how, by the way, now, I, I know for me, a lot of times, like, you know, I'll, I'll be dating a girl and then she gets attached. And then I'm like, uh, you know, I can't imagine being you because y- you're a guy ranked number one in the UFC. You know, you look, look like a model. How do you get these chicks to not move in with you, call you their, their boyfriend, and, and then not just kind of cling on to you? I mean, you might you might not see it exactly, but the head movement when I'm fighting and all the subtleties you don't really understand. I'm like, I'm really good at this head movement, shadow boxing. I'm pretty hard to find sometimes, you know. Not a lot of guys are finding me, and, and that's going to be even harder for the girls. To find, so. so you so you I, take uh, a girl out, right? You you have sex with her, and then she calls you. And you just move your head? Is that? I mean, sir, how do you how do you dodge all this? Bitch, pussy? call my phone. Seriously, I'm honestly, I honestly want to know. I'm not, it's not even like for the interview. I honestly really want to know. He needs a little bit of advice, Luke. How, yeah, how he's, do you keep these girls in check? He's not exactly killing it just as much I, as you are. I'm doing pretty fucking well, Marina. By the way, okay, I, I'm I'm killing it for me, but I, but I, but I, but I want to get to the next level of killing it. Like I'm 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 I'm, I'm still no, at the, I'm, I'm at the second tier Reebok. Okay, so the second tier. How do you kill Let's it? Let's be generous, Adam. I'm joking. <laughs> How do you keep? I think it's a little. I think the situation's a little overhyped. I, I, I'm not gonna go with that. I'm, I've been celibate for, for quite a while since my fight. <laughs> yeah, you're so full of shit. Really? <laughs> ten weeks. Going on ten weeks now. Ten weeks. What? What? Did you catch Back something? Or? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that stuff. No. Never. Always been clean. Knock on wood. No, you're fucking knocking on your wood right now. You're celibate. I don't. I don't understand. Why are you? <laughs> why are you taking ten weeks off, of pussy? What, what is this? Hey, you know it's necessary. You gotta. You gotta. You know, you gotta practice. Sometimes you gotta. 
Sometimes Focus yourself. I it gotta gets get old, belt. bro. It gets old? Sometimes. Wait, wait, okay. Bu- okay, this is Bubba Jenkins. I don't even know. Bubba's in Bellator. He was a national champion wrestler. He was a kick-ass guy. I'm very, I'm very familiar. I'm so, sorry, Bobby, yeah. you're saying the pussy gets old? Well, like, sometimes when you're just crushing all kinds of things all the time, <laughs> then, you know, you're just like, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to take a break because I think I'm going to hurt myself eventually. Ten weeks? <laughs> have you ever taken ten weeks off? Uh, if I have a ten-week camp. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, now that I'm a married man, I can get it when I absolutely please. So, if I have a camp, yeah, I'm going... Babe, I'm stocking up on testosterone. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I am. Uh, old school. I'm you gotta go old week, school. Yeah, yeah, definitely taking a ten week break. I, now, if I was single and I don't have a fight coming up or my camp's not coming up, ten weeks is a little bit. Uh, Extreme. You know, There's something going on here. I don't understand this. Marina, but why is Luke taking ten weeks off? I think half of it's bullshit and half of it's so you know someone feels sorry for him. He's working while he's telling you he's celibate. He's working on pussy right now. Oh, <laughs> that's the upper that's the upper echelon of pimping Not, right black there. Black people dog. can see the truth. <laughs> that's it, man. Black people know what's going on. So all right, so that okay. Come on, you, hey, as a comedian, your sense has got to be better than this. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay, all right. So who's this girl you like? <laughs> uh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I like to keep my, my love life a little separate, you know? All right. All right. Okay. I'm not trying to get caught. You know, only on... No, I'll air it out on my next uh, reality show. <laughs> that was so funny, by the way. She is such a bitch. I've met her. I've who, met her. Who, Patty? Yeah, I've met her yeah. in person, and she wouldn't even shake my hand. Really? Yeah, she's a bitch. Look, when like when you had her in guard, did it did, did it totally smell down there or what? <laughs> did it stink? She came. She came in. She came in fast. But did she? Did you hear what she had to say about my ball sweat? What, what, what did she say? She liked it. That my ball, she said my ball sweat smelled like flowers. Oh wow! All right, oh, that, she probably bottled it up. You should have <laughs> triangled her ass and did some other things at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and put it, put it deep in the triangle. Nice. Well, listen, Luke. Uh, I I can't wait to watch your fight with the winner of Wyman Belfort. Uh, you you've earned it. You deserve it. The only guy now after you uh, win the title, uh, there is one guy you have to rematch, though, right? And we know who that guy is. Tony Rubalcava. Is that the guy you want to fight next? <laughs> that, he, yeah. He beat Luke his second fight. Oh. Tony, what? what like in 2000? Yeah, in 2000. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> we have to get back at Tony Rubalcava. What's, what's Tony doing now? Fishing. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, I was trying to get that one for a while. Homeboy, homeboy is hung it up. Ducking and diving and running. I've been there, bro. They'll <laughs> run like they got track legs. Tony, Tony Rubalcava hey. has a win over. <laughs> is that, yeah, we got to find that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. F- Tony, if you're listening, okay, Luke's calling you out. After, uh, <laughs> after he beats Wybin, he wants you. Yeah, well, pay-per-view main event. Get pay- paid. Pay-per-view. Rockhold versus Rubalcava. Listen, uh, thank, <laughs> Luke, thanks for coming on the show, man. It was an honor to have you on the show. You're a really cool guy, Luke. and uh, I'm, we're all huge fans here. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Thank you, thank you. Hopefully I have some better stories for you next time. No, you got your, your stories. Tell Cormier when I see him, I'm going to kick him in the nuts from Bubba Jet. <laughs> I got you. No yeah, doubt. Take care, Luke. See you, Luke. I'll see you guys. Bye. Have a good one. That is the most laid-back fighter I've ever talked to.
This is Ryan. Hey, Ryan. How's it going? It's Adam Hunter, Marina Shafir, Bubba Jenkins, and Jake Ellenberger. How are you, man? Good. How are you guys doing today? Good. You are on the MMA Roasted Podcast, which you guys sponsor. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Dude Wipes. And, um, thank yes, you, sir. Thank you for sponsoring our show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us on. When am I going to get some dude wipes around here? Yeah, yeah. Bubba Jenkins needs some, uh, needs some dude wipes. I got a one year. We got you, Bubba. Get us, some get, us, uh, get us an address, man. We'll take care of you. No doubt. No doubt. I'm excited to get my ass clean. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. Now, now Ryan, we are uh, trying to s- just saving the world one dude at a time. So one, we'll, uh, one we'll one add you to the time. list. No, no, Ryan. How did you come up with the idea for uh, dude wipes? Yeah, so basically it's been uh, three uh, lifelong friends of mine. We were living in an apartment together in Chicago after college, and uh, we were, like, sawing through uh, baby wipes from uh, Sam's Club. And we finally just had, like, an aha moment, like, hey, if we put together some, you know, like a masculine entertaining brand um, for guys, we could have, you know, put something out there that guys could relate to and stop tiptoeing around using baby wipes uh, or their or their girlfriend's wipes. Um, so that's kind of... Uh, kind of what we did and uh that was back in 2012 and uh we just kind of ran with it and it's it's growing and uh, now we're starting to get into retail stores and uh you know we appreciate the love uh even before we started working together um you know you were very supportive of the brand so we appreciate that when we started doing uh some of the sponsorships with uh Tyron Woodley and uh and Matt Brown now you guys you guys have been lifelong MMA fans uh, yeah, you know what? Um, I obviously, uh, you know, I've been getting into it a lot more now that we have uh, a little uh, skin in the game, if you will. But uh, yeah, always was a fan of the sport for sure. Nice. Now I gotta say, man, I like I've never been a. People have always talked about baby wipes, and I'm like, I'm not gonna go out. And, right. I'm not gonna go and buy baby wipes for my ass. It's just it's something weird. I don't. I don't have a baby. <laughs> it's just kind of strange. But it, these dude wipes, they they have they have really like I, I feel a lot fresher. And, and I'm telling you, there used to be a girl in Vegas that used to love eating my butt. I, like, I, like that was her her whole thing was like, I want to eat your butt. But I, I always felt like I, I had to shower before, or it was just always right. weird. Whereas now, I like at any moment, if a girl wanted to eat my ass, I, I'm like ready. I, I am completely. You are prepared. always prepared, my man. Yeah. You are always prepared now. So thank you for that. How long have you been ready for? I, I've been Marina. You you open your mouth, my butt will be. In, <laughs> T- as soon as you want to eat my butt, Marina, I, I, I'm just, you just give me the, give me the go ahead. Uh, Hold your breath, buddy. Uh, yes, I will. I'll be holding, well, when you're down there, I'll be holding my breath. Trust me, because. Just, so will I. Folks are polished. That's awesome. Well, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're glad to have you back now, and uh, now you can always feel secure, you know? No, no, thank you. Uh, you and it's so, it's so funny, though, because I actually hand people dude wipes. They're like, what the fuck is this? And, and then they, uh, they're like into it. The first time I saw dude wipes in the octagon, it, I thought it was a joke. I was like, well, "This is a, the funniest thing I've ever seen." <laughs> Hilarious, and man, uh, right, it's awesome. By the yeah, way, we, uh, uh, it it always creates a lot of conversation. It always creates a lot of buzz. We actually, uh, when we were on Tyrone that night, we uh, uh, we trended worldwide on Twitter, so that was awesome. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just there's there's a lot of we when we created the product and the brand, we figured. You know, because we were in our mid-20s at the time, we figured we weren't the only guys out there doing this. So we call them closet wipers. Now, you know, no one needs to be tiptoeing around as a, as a closet wiper buying baby wipes or be uh, embarrassed. You know, they, the dude brand kind of, you know, lets you carry them around and use them loud and proud. Now, Jake uh, Jake's thinks that Tyron's been ducking him. Do you think he's been using dude wipes? Because according to you, he's shitting his pants, right, Jake? <laughs> shitting his pants. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, T Wood, T Wood is T Wood is our guy. I did see Jake giving him a hard time, but uh, T Wood. T-Wood is our guy. All right. I, I, I'm a, I, look, I'm a big fan of T-Wood. I'm a fan I'm of both big, guys. I'm a big fan of Dude Wipes. So, okay. I use them, I Thank use them you. all the time. I, I have a big stack at home because I'm actually getting ready to have my uh, a son this summer. He's due at the end of, end of June. So we, we've stocked up. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Nice. Are, That's a, there's, now, there, there's a true Dude Wiper for life. <laughs> now, are you still looking to sponsor more fighters or, or, or no? Or, or are you like, what type of, you know? What do you guys? Uh... Uh, it's actually uh, it's actually interesting. We uh, we tried to sponsor T Wood for the uh, for the event. Um, when was it? Super Bowl weekend, and the UFC did not uh, approve us. So that was a uh, that was an interesting uh, little tidbit that we never re- were really told why. Um, so we have been looking to do other stuff uh, in Bellator. Uh, we've done some. We're doing probably going to do some stuff with legacy uh some of the other smaller organizations for sure well you well you sponsor us so that's the best by the way and, wanna, and yeah we sponsor you guys yeah that's the honestly you sponsoring so, us you have no idea how good it feels to have dude wipes as a sponsor it's cool it Mar- feels great <laughs> yeah. uh, marina was like elated when i, I told her i was so excited yeah yeah you have you have, you have no idea it's I, beautiful actually, see it's a win-win it's a win-win for both sexes you know how ladies you know uh can uh, can understand and know that their, their guys are are going to be clean and fresh uh, with our, with our product out there, so it's a win win. All right. Well, where can people get these dude wipes, by the way? Yeah, right now uh, the best and most easiest is Amazon.com uh, slash dude products. Um, but some exciting news: we will be in fifteen hundred Kroger stores and Kroger affiliates um, coming uh, first week of August. Nice. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very much. So yeah, our goal is to uh, to take these into mass retail. So that's a that's a huge huge step for us. Uh, definitely was a big win for us when we got uh, got that deal with them. Uh, we just worked that out uh, within the last five or six weeks. So we're excited to get that rolling, and we feel like once uh, once they get in Kroger's, um, you know, other big retailers will will start to come on board too. I shop at Kroger all the time. So right after I get my eggs and cheese, I'm going right to the ass section. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You made a fan we, out of me. We so. are uh, one stop shop. Uh, definitely, Adam. We'll, we'll be looking to uh, to keep you know keep the word out there, spread the word because a lot of people do not know about the product. So, um, well, especially when uh, when we start up the Kroger stuff, we'll we'll be looking to do uh, keep doing some things with you guys because oh. we appreciate the word. Oh, that's awesome. You guys are getting out there about it, and uh, it's kind of a no brainer because you know you, you being the funny guy that you are you can you can make a lot of uh, a lot of easy uh, <laughs> easy jokes uh, to easy products to, to come up with material for that's for sure i love it i love it well it's a it's a it's a marriage made in heaven so uh, so thank you <laughs> thank you so much thanks for coming on the podcast thank thanks you for supporting us vitamin e and uh, aloe yes it's for that butthole. Yes, sir. Flushable. It is flushable. Gender dude, dude size too. Forty-four square inches, forty-eight square inches on our on our home edition. So they're nice and big. I love it. And uh, take care, of all dude regions. All right. Well, thanks a lot, man. Thank Ryan, you so you're much, the best. Ryan. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Take Bye. care. Bye. All right. That was our sponsor. One of our sponsors. Dude wipes. We also uh, we have a remover restoration as our other sponsor. So uh, thank you, thank you, Ryan, for for calling us and uh, and checking in. That is awesome. So uh, speaking of awesome, this week I can't wait for the fights. This week, mm-hmm. uh, Uriah Faber yeah. is taking on Frankie Edgar. That's gonna be. Uh, I don't even know who to pick in this fight. This is this is. A, I mean, I keep thinking that maybe Edgar's gonna be too much. Let's talk about this. 
Jake, let's talk about. No, I, I love the matchup. I think it's I think it's great. Um, you know, Frankie being a you know uh, a world champ, and Uriah also. I guess they're both they're both world champs, but uh, they, they both have they have a similar style too. You know, they both they both like to take guys down. They both have a fast pace. It's it's going to be a you know fun fight to watch. Yeah, I mean, the Frankie looked so good in his last fight against Cub Swanson, but granted, you know, Uriah is a much better wrestler than Cub Swanson, and he can scramble. He could scramble. Um, I, I want. I, I don't. I don't. Know. Uriah's last fight, he won via, via eye poke, but he wasn't looking as good against uh, against that. Who's he fought? Somebody. He, he looked a little slow in the last fight, huh? He looked a little off. Yeah. In his last fight, something's not going. Evan, right. who did he fight his last fight? True. You favor. He fought somebody. Where, Rivera. Rivera, right? Mm-hmm. Which he was expected to cut to look. He was almost getting lit up a little bit by Rivera, uh, on on his feet. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking Frankie takes it, but. You can never count Faber out of any fight. Yeah. Bubba? I'm going with, uh, well, I know Frankie, and he's a good guy, awesome dude, but Faber's been my guy. And when I first got into MMA, I'm like, if I'm going to fight like anybody, I want to fight like Faber. And I'm a big fan of that dude, so I'm definitely going with my boy Uriah. Uh, He's getting coached by my boy Lance Palmer out there with the wrestling and uh, Alpha Male. Party. So, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm going with the whole Alpha Male crew on this one, Um, but that's no shade on... on, uh, I love his I terms. Just, his terms are great. I, that, that's, that's no shade. I, hang, I gotta hang out with you and get much cool. Yeah, no, no. He needs. He needs I got that cool. educated flavor. I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta. Yeah. Okay. So you don't want to throw shade on on yeah. on, uh, on Edgar. Yeah. But but if you wasn't your boy though, let's say you weren't part of your. Let's crew. say you're on Fox as an analyst. Let's say you're like, an analyst and you have to actually. It's, it's, it's not about who like you like better, who friends. you know. I, and yeah, um, for all the reasons that you guys mentioned, as far as Uriah being a little bit slow and sluggish on his last time, I mean, I mean, no one's harder on themselves than your own opponent. So when yeah. you, I mean, yourself. And when you watch your your fights and your things like that, you're like, man, I could have done better. Everyone's like, oh, that was great, you were awesome. I'm like, man, I actually really sucked. So I mean, he got the win, and you know, sometimes even in wins, you can find things that you should have lost about. And you know, if he watches his film. Long story short, I'm going with you, right? Because right, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, like you said, he wasn't looking all the greatest of his last fight. He probably analyzed that, looked that. I gotta come out clean. I gotta come out smart. I gotta do this. Gotta do that. Yeah. And and then he's gonna go, you know, fix these things. He's a yeah. champion. He fixes things. And the beautiful Marina. What's your pick? East Coast all day, Frankie. <laughs> Because, all day. because he's from the East Coast? I've been a fan of Frankie <laughs> just as long Coast. as he's been a fan of Uriah. Yeah. And I love him. I love yeah. everything about his spirit of fighting. He's a family man. Like yeah. He, yeah. he everything about him. He's like, real down exudes, to earth. He's like, chill. Yeah. He's real cool. Like and he's If this was a personality fight, it'd be like, man, I don't know who's going. <laughs> I, I like them both. They're cool, you know, they you know, but you know, you gotta draw, have a man. pick. It's a draw. Yeah. I'm hoping, you gotta have I'm a pick. For a draw. I'm hoping for a draw. I no, really it's, am. I'm, 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 I love how they're, the angle they're taking on this fight, East Coast versus West Coast. It's like, I really hope Frankie walks out to some biggie. Because that'll be fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm like praying. I'm like, oh, please, please. He usually does, awesome. doesn't he? Does he? Yeah. yeah. What, what I he don't, does? yeah. What I don't hope, what I don't like about this fight is that the loser sort of gets, taken out of the Conor McGregor equation because I think either of these guys beat Conor McGregor. Um, I would agree. Especially Conor Frankie. would have a bad time with a wrestler. People don't know that, but a wrestler touches that ass, he's going to see, he's going to be on his ass for a little bit. Yeah. You know, Conor's athletic, he's great on his feet, but he's great on his feet. He's not good on his back. 
It's going to be. So that's what I don't like about this. Dude wipes cannot save him in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> nope. All right. That's so, good. all right. So, we're, so okay. That's that's good. Now, as far One as. One thing uh, that's kind of fascinating me, though, it, you got guys who are fighting top level competition consistently. It's such a hard thing to Uriah's do. Uriah's been I mean. fighting the top, the best guy. Yeah. Every but time Uriah's fighting, he's fighting tough at, dude. At yeah. the yeah. same time, uh, Frankie's been fighting bigger guys. Yep. Well, so, Uriah did I mean, that already. He, I mean, he didn't fight at 155, did he? Yeah. In the very, in the very beginning. In the very beginning. But lately, this, he's been, this is back in the WEC days. Uriah was doing the, the big boy thing, and yeah. then he got you know to the around the weight where he needs to be at. And I mean, they both they both have very similar careers in a sense. You know, yeah. very similar styles, very similar personalities. They're real cool, real well. Uriah's got that L.A. Cali kind of style, <laughs> laid back, relaxed, let's hit the beach kind of thing. But It's just his last two fights. I mean, the BJ Penn came out like a 1920s boxer. I was at that fight. That was the weirdest fight I've ever seen. A that BJ was a Penn. heartbreaking fight. And it looked, he just came out I so cried. stiff. I and cried. then his last fight against Cub Swanson, well, I don't know who the fight was before, Frankie, but he's been looking like, I mean, since he lost to, I think, Aldo, he really hasn't lost a round, has he? No, he looks good, man. He's been sort of just a, a whole resurgence. That whole Henzo Gracie, he's got a great boxing Matt coach, Matt Serra. Mm -hmm. He trains with that, that boxing coach out in uh, the, the East Coast. Who's Doesn't that? Doesn't he train with um, Olympian boxer? Uh, uh, he trains with all Ally the, Kinta? No, that's, uh, that, those are the Long yeah, Island guys. He yeah. trains in New Jersey. Oh, okay. Sarah Longo, Cam. Oh, do they not? He's in New York, too. No, I've they do. They do. But, but it's like Henzo, uh, Faber. And then um, that jiu-jitsu guy that Matt Hughes typed, Henzo. Ricardo Almeida. Edgar, you mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Edgar Almeida, he trains with them. Sure. And then he trains with a couple other guys, uh, monsters out there. And uh, and he also trains with, with the Rutgers wrestling team, the Division yeah. One wrestling, you know. So He's also with Gregor Gillespie, too. Gregor Gillespie, the national champ from yeah. Edinburgh. He's tough. He's good. He's tough, too. So he's got, I mean, it's got... Not that favorite is a favorite with great guys. You've got Chad Mendes and you got all these other, Palmer. you know, yeah, Palmer yeah. And, and TJ Dillashaw. TJ. Definitely. But I, I can't know. wait, man. As a fan, it's going to be a fun fight. Yeah. To the thing about Frankie, though, is he doesn't really have one punch knockout power. I'm sure he does if he lands the right clip, but he sort of beats you up over the fight. Yeah, he'll but box he can, the hell out you. Yeah, he, and he can hold a high pace. That's yeah. you know, that's one of his biggest. Like when he fought Maynard, I think which the second time maybe. Yeah, which is the the pace of the fight was crazy. Like so he, can the you, first round, you think I'm he's probably going to watch the fight in mute with music on. Cause <laughs> they're going to dance. They, yeah. Both of them got very good movement when. Uh, uh, Edgar takes that cheat step, or you know, he cuts across, and he'll he'll you know. God, come his cross back stepping. Uh, if yeah. you guys watch his footwork, his cross yeah. stepping is so beautiful. Beautiful. That's so why. Fast. That's what I'm saying. But Uriah, he's more Talk in the about open. That he'll, fast twitch. He'll, um, it looks like he's a <laughs> copuetting uh, sometimes. Uriah, when he yeah. gets his movement, he looks. I mean, it's. I'm you know probably gonna put up, on though? some. The hair. Every yeah. time he tried to fake, like his hair went that way. Yeah. Then it went really? If you watch his braids, if you watch his dreads, he used to fight with like his braids and like. When he had really long hair. Does it happen with girls a lot? You could tell what a girl's doing because her hair is flopping yeah. in a certain way? Yeah. yeah. It's all, it's like little things. A lot of girls give up, like, um, when when they're striking, like, they'll try to distract you with their hands and shit like that. It's little uh, things you got to pay attention to. Thriller. Also, Musasi is fighting Costa Filippo. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Uh, this should be an really? interesting fight. Yeah, Ca that's going to be a really good fight. Costa Filippo is coming off a, a knockout loss to, um, to, Luke Bar I mean, to Luke Rockhold. Um, and, was uh, that the last time he fought? Yeah, he hasn't fought okay. in a while. Well, I bet. I think one of his mistakes was leaving Sarah Longo because he was he was on a, a roll for a while. He's got great boxing. Actually, fought on Friday night fights in boxing. Hmm. Uh, really good boxer. If he can keep it standing, 
I think he's got a good shot at beating Musasi, but can he keep it standing? Mm. I don't think so. So you're picking Musasi? Musasi, yeah. I mean, it, it'll, be a, it'll be a good fight. I think uh, Philip, who's, he's dangerous in the first round, you know? If, if he lands on you, he's, he's going to knock you out. But if it goes past the first round, I'm going to go with Musasi. Musasi. You? Musasi. All right, Musassi, Mark Munoz, Musassi. your best friend, is fighting Luke <laughs> Barnott, who's a co-host on this show. So we're a co-host. Uh, sometimes what he comes in a lot. No, sometimes he comes in a lot. Sixty percent of the time, <laughs> every time. <laughs> he's, 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 he's a co-host like four or five times. Yeah, no, he's a cool guy. Like, he's, yeah. he's a he's a great I had guy. Him, cool guy. I had him. I was uh, when I was did the show with Bones Jones. I was his wrestling coach for the Ultimate Fighter show, and Luke, the big slow, was he was a cool dude. I liked <laughs> I liked hanging out with Luke, and just because we were on the opposite team, so we just always got to you know bust his balls. He's got such a good personality. He's like you really can't cool. not like him. Yeah. Such a good guy. You can't. Yeah. By the way, uh, are you and Jones good friends? I, I I mean, we don't send each other, you know, gift cards and things like that for Christmas <laughs> and stuff, but you know, he's a he, yeah, I mean, if I see him, if we're all if we're in the same place at the same time, we're going to hang out. That's Could you foresee this happening, all this nonsense? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, really? Yeah, I mean, not I mean, you obviously don't want to, you know, throw rocks at a person who's already down or kick them while they're down, but um, you know, I just I could see if he because he was he's young he's you know still people think that he's this older you know because he's been fighting so long he's been the champ he's been you know his his credentials are mature but him himself he's a little bit young minded as well he just doesn't want to be wise in the sport he wants to have fun he wants to live a life kind of like like he wants to be like the fun champion Mm -hmm. and. but he I just, think I think he can get back on the horse. It's, it's, it's going to be easy for him, easy things to, for him to fix because he's got g- great family, good brothers. Um, his dad is you know is, is a good mentor for him and things like that. And it'd be easy for him to get jump back on the horse. Yeah, but that, just right now, he's that's just, the one thing you know that I when, when you think about the, this whole situation, it's like it's hard for us to relate because we're not in his situation. It's right. like you look at a guy yeah. like you know I hate to even bring this up, but you bring up like the whole the whole Bieber. You know, he's two hundred million dollars when he's twelve years old. It's like. 15 yeah, years no, old. It's I mean, just it's like, just so this guy's got throw eggs. This house oh, means yeah, nothing. Man. But, it's just, he's, but it's, he's got access to anything he wants to do. But, it, I mean? but at the same time, I would assume that John Jones would be more disciplined because of what the sport entails. Not that being a pop star is hard, is easy. It's obviously not. There's lots of well, rehearsals yeah. and singing and stuff. But I'm saying that. But what it takes to become a UFC champion yeah. is like sure. so fucking hard. Absolutely. Yeah, but the. That this is where it's harder to be an athletic champion versus a pop star because. That, they expect that, that of you as a pop yeah, star. Like, that yeah. image, like you have, you you do something fucked up as a pop star, they'll cover that shit up in like five seconds. Yeah. You, like, as an athlete representing your country or Younger whatever, athlete, or children, such an organization such as the UFC, like mm-hmm. you need to understand that got to be a, a professional. Yeah, no, that's and why everything I mean, that he's done is yeah. very not professional. No, it's mm-hmm. unbelievable. I mean, if you look at the, the John Jones with the the crashing into a pole and then the coke and now the fleeing the scene from an accident with a pregnant mm-hmm. girl that he hit you can't have your champion do this it's just not yeah. he needs a timeout yeah. he really needs a timeout sure but you're right baba i think he is he's such a good athlete and if anything, this is probably doing him a service. Number one, oh, it's going to do le- it's going to do a big disservice because a guy like him, once you make a mistake as big as the ones he's made, it's like okay, next time I won't not gonna make a mistake, and then you do the coke thing. Okay, the next time, and then this one has to obviously be the 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 straw that broke the camel's he's back. He's going into the shoe. 
That's where he's going. Yeah, he might, he, he might do a little time, but I think the sitting down, he's going to come out, and he's still young, so he's going to come out yeah. on a rage. He's going to kill people. Not only that, but let's just say- His opponents are like, oh, yeah, this is cool. The John's, John's on his way down. The only reason why he's on his way down is because he's like a slingshot. Once you pull him back, wait till he let it go. Yeah. And he's going to be in trouble. People are going to be in trouble when he's he gets out. He's such a good athlete, which is why, uh, but also, yeah, it shows you have to be mentally, you have to be a champion mentally. You can't just be a physical champion. Me- yeah. ment- look at Mike Tyson. Well, Mike Tyson had all the physical attributes. None, uh, mental only some of the mental case. ones. Yeah. You need all the mental I ones. I think yeah, I would agree, though, in the sense that, though, like, all your mistakes are going to be exaggerated in the media. Yeah. It's like you're, you're hyper. But this last one was a yeah, bad I one. <laughs> no, I know. I agree. I'm not, I'm not taking any sides yeah, here, yeah, but it's, yeah. I'm just saying, like, people are going to just, you know, hold them to the cross compared to someone like, you know, just down here at Fox or something. You know what I mean? So, Mark Munoz, uh, Luke Barnott, who do you like and why? It's, it's Munoz. Munoz. Sorry. Mo- like, a, like, like a moon? Moon Yos. Mark yeah. Munoz versus Luke no, Barnott. No, you know what? Um, obviously, I'm going to go with my boy Munoz. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he's, uh, it's his last fight. He's, How's he, he looking? He, he looks good. He looks great. His weight's good. He, you know, he's kind of had some problems with his weight in the past, obviously. but uh, Have you been sparring with him? Yeah, we've been working out. He's, he looks good. He looks, he looks in shape. He's, he's strong, but... Uh, I like you know I like Luke too. I'm not you know nothing against him, but you know Mark's gonna gonna go out on top. Luke has to keep it on the feet. Like Mark, in my opinion, Mark could win this fight if he if he bullies him, gets him to the ground, and just Donkey Kong punches him. You know, which I is, think he, I think um, Mark's got to take the Big Brother approach. Um, yeah. I'm just I've been in the game way too long. I'm stronger than you. Yep. You're you're so young. Yeah, you're talented. You're up and coming, but. This is my last fight, bro. You can't ruin my my dance. This is in the Philippines. This is the last drink I'm getting. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's in the Philippines. I I think it's an easy decision, but Luke's tough. Luke's talented, and he is trying to find that horse to knock off. And yeah. he picked this fight. And Luke oh, has to keep a jab. He has to keep distance. So if Luke he's keeps distance, be six foot seven on him. If Luke keeps distance, Luke wins. Yeah. Uh, if not, it's 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 gonna be bad for Luke because if he loses, that will be three losses in a row. Big brother bully style. He's got to go. Marina, who do we like in this I fight? Think I think Luke, Luke. Luke wins? Yeah, Luke. Luke. I love Mark. Lo- great guy. But? Just Luke is, I feel a little bit hungrier in, the, in, in this one. Younger, fresher. Not even younger. It's not even that. I just, I think he really, he wants to respectfully win and, you know. Well, I mean, Mark has not been looking good his last couple of fights. I just don't know if Luke possesses the power to do what these other guys have done. Oh, he's not a knockout puncher like that. Yeah, that's I the mean. thing. And the other and the other guys that have been beating Mark, the Vitor oh. Belfort, uh, even this other kid that Raul, whatever mm-hmm. that kid's name was, that just won, the Brazilian, yeah. the Brazilian guy. They all seem to have pow- like knockout power, mm-hmm. uh, where Luke doesn't. But Luke, Luke has to just keep jab him. Um, Neil Magny. Versus Lim. Did, did you give us your pick or no? Uh, you play defense. I'm, 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 I'm not picking this <laughs> he fight. He's trying to slide out of that one. <laughs> He's like, all right, next. I think, I think, I think, I think Luke wins a, a boring decision. I, I, I think Luke. Decision. He, wow, okay. he, he, he's not knocking Mark out. I don't think he's submitting him, but he's jabbing him to death. That's how I think. I mean, right? That's a good pick. Okay. <laughs> right, we, we gave ours, <laughs> right? No, up to you. We all had different opinions. Yeah, uh, and Bellator this week, which I will be at the Bellator fights, uh, and then I'm going to um, I'm going to have a show that night uh, at the casino at the, in the Pachanga. So if anybody wants to come, nice. you're more than welcome. Uh, this I week, blackjack there. Uh, who is who is Halsey? 
Halsey, Brandon Halsey. Yeah, who is he? It's not Hal, it's Hall. Halsey. Like, like Halsey. Um he's a he's a wrestler. Um he's a bull. His nickname is the bull. He's just a strong muscle head wrestler. Uh, he's fighting Kendall Grove for the title. Yeah. Who wins this fight? Halsey's gonna beat him up. Really? Yeah. Halsey's gonna beat him up, but they don't they're not I just think they need to give Halsey a real opponent. Real opponent? This is Kendall Grover we're talking about. No, I'm Former just saying, Ultimate Fighter champion. You know, got that. I understand that. Um, but, like, they, I just, like, there's too many guys that are sitting out on the side waiting to hold the belt that Halsey's holding for them to just randomly be like, oh, let's do Kendall Grove. Because you know, I, I just, to me, there's four guys behind them, behind Halsey, that are... It wouldn't be match, <laughs> you know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to say it without st- stepping on anybody. Step or on people. All right, Edward, wants uh, us to stop Eduardo Dantes sure. versus Mike the Machine Richmond. Uh, I, I'm, I'm picking the Machine Richmond, uh, only because he follows me on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, a good reason. Uh, Caldwell's yeah. fighting. The, the Caldwell, yeah, yeah. the guy who yeah. beat the guy that you lost to in the finals on NCAA. Yeah. If you guys YouTube Bubba Jenkins versus Dan Caldwell, probably one of the best college wrestling matches who won that? ever. <laughs> I won it, but really, it was like an eight second takedown at the end. That's but amazing. It was, what? it was a, it was an athletic uh, display of. <laughs> I I think Darian Caldwell might be the next big thing in in MMA. No, he's good, man. I, I, that's my boy. You know, we train together. We where's he training at? Um, he's actually at, with the, uh, Iridium and them. Uh, what is that? With Bobby Green, those guys out there. Oh, okay. Um, in Corona, in Riverside, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. out there in that area. But um, I, How yeah. I end up in Riverside. <laughs> My man, my man, Caldwell is well traveled. He, okay. he he's been a lot of places. California is definitely his 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 style of place to be. <laughs> and uh, you know, I think he's gonna, like you said, especially him going down to thirty five uh, with him, his frame, him being so big and tall. And I think he's gonna do great things. That if you want to see an amazing wrestling match, Darion Caldwell versus Jesse Metcalf in the NCAA finals. I have Brent never a uh, Brendan Metcalf, Brent Metcalf, right? Jesse Metcalf's an actor, yeah. I think. Uh, no. But Brendan Metcalf, Brent, I, I Brent, right? Now, <laughs> Brendan Metcalf. this guy, this guy, Brent Metcalf. <laughs> That's what happens when you only watch NCAA's when it's on ESPN. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but this guy, but this guy was like the Iowa stud, right? They yeah. were, they were. He was like undefeated that year. He yeah. had tech falled Caldwell earlier in the season. He opens the match he with a head and arm. Which is like headlock. you a headlock, middle a middle school. Oh, yeah. I tell my kids never do this. Like yep. the kids that I coach, I coach a wrestling team. A love He's to got have. a mean headlock though. For for it to be such a middle school move, Caldwell will headlock the hell out your ass. So you keep pushing on him. I couldn't yeah. believe he hit that in the NCAA finals. Yeah, like man. with it right off the bat. But that was unbelievable. But you got to hit big points on a guy like call uh, on a guy like Metcalf because yeah. he's gonna grind he's you. He's a grinder. And then he I lost. To, I lost to Metcalf two weeks before that at the Big Ten Finals. I was twenty six and zero. My first loss came at the Big Ten Finals to Metcalf. I was a number two seed. And as soon as I got hurt, I was just like, oh, yeah. I was talking to him in the hot, in the steam room. I'm like, you gotta beat him, bro. You gotta beat him. You, you, can, you please beat him, please. Because everyone, all of us. That were around that generation, 149, you know, between the Palmers, me, Metcalf, all, we all hate Metcalf. Not because he was the champion, not because he beat us or he was the winner, just because his personality was Oh, he so, had a real bully. He was such a dick, man. <laughs> oh, man. I tell him, Metcalf, if you ever go to MMA, I'm going to be your debut fighter. <laughs> I, any way that you want, I will, I'm looking to beat the brakes off of that dude because he's not a good guy. You know, yeah. I'm one of those guys that you have to have good character. You have to be a nice person. You know, I mean, everyone's a badass. Everyone, I mean, who's not a badass in today's time, you know, but. Still being a good person. He just beat what's his name though, Aaron Pico. Yeah, 
He, I mean, who? I guess I don't know. Marina, this is like a wrestling. No talk. comment. Right. But Aaron Pico, I don't know. This, <laughs> no comment. This kid, Aaron Pico, they're calling the next big thing. Like, the, right? What, what? Hold on. He ain't no unicorn. Okay, listen. Unicorn Slayer. This guy's got a Bellator contract out of high school. Out of high school, they signed them. Uh, they're saying he's. Uh, he signed with Dwayne Zinkin and AKA. And you wrestle with him, right? I wrestled with him for you. How good is he? He's good. I mean, how, how good? For his age, he's really good. Is he really unicorn good? good? He's well, a- no, I mean, I would ask, ask a Bubba. Bubba, wait, why yeah, is no comment good. on Pico? <laughs> Bubba, what is this? Look no, at that smirk on his face. Come on, man. No, no yeah. comment on Pico? Yeah. All I'm going to say is, oh, man, there's so much I want to say. Say it! <laughs> <laughs> but like, he's well, like, I'm tired of people holding right, back on this fucking right, podcast. Right. <laughs> God damn it, okay, just say it. Long story short is he... Very simple. He hasn't done anything. Period. Pico. That's all I'm gonna say. He hasn't done anything. Hold on. And let me re- look. Let's look up his, his, his credentials. To for him to be like, oh, I'm I'm foregoing college because I'm that much of a badass. I'll just jump. Up. You know what the third? The four, you know what the four string NBA point guard gets? He gets cut. He gets cut. You know what the fifth string quarterback gets? He gets nothing. You know what the fifth string, four string wrestler looks like? Aaron Pico. He's not gonna make our team. There's four guys ahead yeah. of him. Pico won the 2013 Fila Cadet National Championships. Wow. Uh, and he, <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was the only gold for Team USA at the World Cadets. He defeated Japan's Fujimi 8-6 to in the gold match. Uh, uh, that's good, right? I, no, I, that's I, great. I, I, that's great. Big things? Yeah, but I mean, that's wrestling kids his age. You know oh, hold on, okay. He has, a, 2015, he, has a, he has a lot of experience like on the senior level. 2015, yeah. Serato Pilato International Senior Men's Freestyle what Champion. What is that? <laughs> 2014, Henry Delgain Challenge Senior Men's Freestyle. What is that? 2014, Sosayan Adiev Senior Men's Bronze Medal in What Russia. is that? Uh, FILA 2014 World Championship Silver Medal. Uh, FILA Junior World Championship uh, Madison. What do, what, do you take, what do you take at Junior Worlds? Uh, 2014 Junior uh, uh, just says champion. He was a champion in the, in the World Team Trials. Oh, the trials. Two, I thought he said he was a Junior <laughs> World Champion like I was. Oh, that's what he said. My bad. Okay, so you so you uh, think his kid's all hype? No, I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be great. But to, to, to give him millions of dollars now for... for it's a gamble. It's a... What? Man. You're just like, okay, this kid skipped college, which... You know how many really, really good high school wrestlers get smashed in yeah, college? Absolutely. You know what you got to deal with in college? You got to deal with the grades. You got to deal with being young and being ready to party. You got to deal with being out of your house. You got to deal with competing. When you were in the Big Ten, it was, I had Lance Palmer one day, Torella the next day, Metcalf the next Sunday. Uh, I had the top 10 guys were all in the Big Ten. So every week I had the number nine guy, the number eight guy, the number seven guy. Then I had exams. Then I had to go get my hours in. Then I had to go cut weight. And then I had to party a little bit. Bit. But not only that, you had to measure it all together to become an NCAA champion or to become well established in college. College is just not, uh, you know, these guys are just wrestling. It's difficult to be a champion in, in an NCAA so wrestling. So him foregoing all that is a, a big mistake. To me, for for me as a wrestler and for a lot of the wrestlers out there, you know, it, you got to talk to them. They don't like it because it's like like when people were crowning King James before he won championships. It's like you you got to do something before they're like, oh, you're the king, you're the king, you're the king. And and when they're like, oh, well, Bellator signed a million-dollar deal to Pico, I'm like, I'm a grown man. I got kids to feed, and you're going to sign this kid that – this kid, you know what I mean? Like, you can't do that to – you can't do that to the wrestlers that are in it when it's like he hasn't won NCAAs. He's good on the um, freestyle circuit. 
with guys his age, but I mean, you're not going to beat anybody. You're not going to beat Oliver. You're not going to beat Metcalf. You're not going to beat you know these guys that are doing it. That's a and tough weight too. Oh, it's a tough, a weight. A tough if weight. If I came so, back, he wouldn't beat me. No, you know what I mean? It's no. just like so Metcalf versus Caldwell. Anyway, I was saying Metcalf, <laughs> right, we went off on a tangent. That's so what he, I said. He, he, no comment. In so the he throws a head and arm. He throws a head and arm, and then he's he's celebrating his win, right? Which was I, I thought was bullshit. There was still like ten seconds left on the mat. He you beat Metcalf, you can celebrate at any given point. Okay, but he's doing back. Flips. That He's doing backflips during the wrestling match, yeah. and then so then Metcalf just charges him, and you see him flying yeah. off. The, that was pretty. Couldn't awesome. have been me. I would have saw my first debut in MMA right then and there. <laughs> Couldn't have been me. You can't. You can't try. I could hurt myself if I'm doing a backflip and you push me in the middle of my backflip, bro. I'm getting up and we're fighting. We're all gonna get booed. <laughs> both of us is getting booed. Both of us is getting booed because you pushed me and I punched you, and we're we're both yeah. getting booed. And third place is now I'm the champion because I'm. I'm leaving on a stretcher for somebody. Well, listen, that's our podcast today. Uh, uh, you have no idea. Bubba Jenkins, it was great having you in studio. Uh, awesome. Before we leave, I got to thank RemoveItRestoration.com. I'm telling you, if your business has been vandalized, if gang members destroyed your business <laughs> storefront, call the professionals Those fucking at Remove It Restoration. <laughs> if your business okay. has been gang call them at 1-888-424-9697 or go to RemoveItRestoration.com. Also, thank you to Dude Wipes. Clean your ass, guys. Enough of this shit. Literally, enough of this shit. <laughs> now, uh, I would like to thank Ryan from Dude Wipes. Thank Luke Rockhold. Thank Bubba Jenkins. Thank Evan the Beard. Okay, you can see Evan the Beard training for his first MMA fight, guys. Evan the Beard, uh, call him out. Uh, thank you, <laughs> Marina Shafir. <laughs> thank you, Jake Ellenberger. Uh, this week, I will be performing once again. Uh, this week, I will be, where am I going to be? Tachi I'm going to be at the, not Tachi Palace, at the oh, no. Pachanga. At Pachanga Casino at the Comedy oh, Club. Yeah. 8.30 show Friday, 8.30 and 10 o'clock on yeah. Saturday. Now, Bubba Jenkins, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Two Sincere Jenkins. You can find me on Instagram, Bubba underscore Jenkins. Um, and you can find me in the gym, mostly physically. Nice. Marina? Marina Shafir everywhere. Uh, Jake? Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. All right. So Jake's got his big fight coming up against Stephen Thompson. July 11th. U July 11th. MGM Grand. MGM. I'm going to be there. A karate guy gets choked out. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> <laughs> That's not talking shit. Adam. That's what's going to happen. Watch a karate he's guy get choked out. He's visualizing. A karate guy gets choked out. It's not a knock on karate. He's getting choked out. Uh, Thank awesome. you guys so much. Take care.